While we were wrapping up part two, we heard a... Very rudely, I might add. Very rudely. We were wrapping it up rudely? No, no. Well, the thing what I'm happened. about to say was rude. Yeah. Yes. Uh, there was a buzz at our door, and it's very late at night here in New York City, so we assumed murderer. Right. But what so, murderer rings the bell? So we barred the right. door. No. We we had, we've already had several criminals patrolling the halls. Yes. Which you never really explained what happened. And we just <laughs> let everybody in. <laughs> people, right. people just walk in sometimes. Yeah, that's true. It's very yeah. frightening. Um, but but we, 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 we answered it, and it was a delivery. Yes? Yes. And, and, and this is, I mean, uh, we're talking, this is after 11 o'clock at night. It's yeah. this, how would you describe this? Uh, it is a golden foiled uh, gift bottle of what appears to be liquor or champagne Ooh, or something. This could be ketchup. Yeah. Oh my God, a bottle of Louis Trez. So nice. Is there a name, a tag or anything? Uh, no, there's no name or tag or anything, but Skid picked up the delivery and said a name. Yeah, while we were recording, uh, a certain member of our uh, extended family, Nick Lowe, texted me and he said, like, I want to send you guys something. Why don't I interrupt your recording or anything? I was like, yeah, show isn't that important. Go ahead and send it. <laughs> so, so here we go. Nick Lowe. So, so we're, we're going to call, try calling Nick. Oh, hello, Nick. <laughs> oh, there, he there he is hi nick ecp hey hey good buddy how you guys doing we're doing great man we just got this wonderful gift we we haven't opened it yet we're we're gonna oh, snap. we're gonna open it live on uh on air we're in part three of episode two hondo Oh my god! Spoiler alert, bro! He listens to this shit. (laughs) Oh, it's it's not champagne, so this is going to get ugly. Oh no! We have like a lot of work to do. Oh dear! What is it? What is it? Oh Oh, my my. god! It is Widow Jane. (laughs) Oh no! A spectacular bourbon, like a really spectacular bourbon. Nick, what are you (laughs) drinking right now? I am drinking some Michners right now. Oh, the first American distillery. Also, also, I'm sitting on uh, Uncle Joey's bed. (laughs) That's true. That's where I sleep at night. When when, when we record late, Joe goes and sleeps on Nick's couch. When my wife my wife's angry at me, I sleep in in Uncle Joey's bed. (laughs) I leave the state. (laughs) It's true. I sleep in another state. (laughs) How's it going, guys? How's it going? I can't wait to hear it. It's going great, buddy. We are we're we're having a great time, and now this is going to take it to to a whole new level. I'm not spoiling anything for you, dude. You need to you need to be kept in the dark uh, until until release. But we we really appreciate the gift. Thank you so much. Thank you, Nick. Thanks, Nick. I had no idea they delivered liquor this late. This is amazing. Yeah. Yeah, love you guys. Congratulations, GCP forever. Can't wait for episode 300. The march to 300 starts now. Yeah. <laughs> why, why, why are you doing this to me? No, <laughs> shut up, Matthew. Nick, we love you, Nick. Give us a, give us a little <laughs> Joe's going to roll to take us out. Right. Joe's going to roll. Joe's, Joe's going to roll. Get ready for that one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Nick. Thank All you, right. You're the best, love buddy. You, buddy. Love you, Bye, buddy. Uh, Cheers. Take it easy. <laughs> Let's pour that Holy shit, shit around. You realize this is really good, right? Do you no, know? I don't oh, know yeah, the Widow Jane. The Widow Jane is really good stuff. Nick's got great taste. Uh, he's a classy guy. He's a class act. Joe, could you fill that up about halfway? <laughs> it's a water bottle. It is a running water it's a sports bottle. bottle. You just put it up. <laughs> that's, that's, that's about 300, 375 milliliters. <laughs> 
Just uh, that's about half. Just go half. I want three seventy-five neat. I know some people ask for three fingers. I ask for three seventy-five. The sad thing is that bottle will be three quarters gone. So sad. It's so like not even joking. Well, yeah, I'm 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 really excited for this part. I gotta say, I just want a tiny bit because I just a taste. I gotta drive this boat. You gotta work. So I, while you're pouring, I want I want to jump right back into the story again. There, there's just no time. We've got to keep this episode 200 train moving on the tracks. It has gone a little off track here and there, but that's that's part of this game. Um, that's part of our. That's, that's part of who we are. That's, yeah, that's what we do. It's kind of what we do. That's man. our mission statement. Uh, Going off track since 2015, <laughs> the Glass Cannon Podcast. We, we ended part two with, you know, the sort of, you could call it a hand-waving, but more of the, like, you guys are making your way to Highbury, and now we see that Silvermane for, for saw this or, or, or knew that there was going to be a plan in motion. He met with uh, Calrian Blitch, met with the Knights of Ozum, and discussed how to handle this. And the Knights of Ozum, being the badasses that they are, said, this is how it's going to go down. So now you go through the Eastern Courtyard. You come to that gate, and you hope against hope that those two guards that are still loyal to Sophia and Emmett will let you in. Jimmer, Adriel, Metra, and Silvermane slash Silvertusk what a party! What time? What time of day is it? Is it night? Is it day? Is it where? What are we doing? It is seven p.m. <laughs> you know what time it is? Always with these four characters, party time. Let's get going. Hey! hey! So it's the crepuscular time. Joe has literally left the table every single part. <laughs> He's, unpacking He's just bag. packing shirts into a bag. <laughs> yeah, it's just episode two hundred. Uh, a quick getaway. Make sure ready. I got my pajamas. His his, <laughs> his dop kit is sitting just strewn across the floor, shaving cream all over. Let's I go. tried to hide. I tried to be clever and hide my mini so nobody knew I was playing Silvermane. And now I can't find you it. You can't find it. So you thought it was in your bag? Own. Well, I, I thought I put it in my bag. It was right next to me. Now I lost my That's gone. mini. I put mine in my dice tray. Yeah. Underneath a die. <laughs> You're very smart, Matthew. Well, you guys are out, you know, a, a, a few feet away from this door that Blix told you about. They're inside Intel. Their people on the inside said, come to this door. What do you guys do? Oh, my gosh. Ooh, we're already there. Um, so, I, I, I mean, what do you guys do? Like, like, what are your classes? <laughs> Surely well, we would have shared I feel, like, I feel like at this point... You've been we traveling know, for weeks. You yeah. know what, Joe? <laughs> I feel like our characters would know this by this point, so why would we waste time role-playing this? It's true. We shouldn't role-play. We should just no, tell we should each just, other. We should just tell each other. Tell each other. Yeah. Yeah. Let's so, that I know, so that I know who's best suited to open the door. <laughs> well, are you a druid? Uh, I am a druid, yes. I'm a druid with a one-level dip in Ranger. Oh, a little uh, the tip of the cap, a uh, tip of the cap, uh, a wag of the finger. Uh, Mister Iron Tusk, yes, uh, a, a druid with a, a dip and ranger, yes, uh, uh, and a mute druid also. Right. So, and how does that work with verbal uh, components of spells? So, the the way that I've uh, decided to, to play it is in, in classic Joe O'Brien fashion, which is uh, uh, you know gimping my character because it's fun for me. Oh Lord, uh, is that he. 
has the still uh, the silent spell feet, uh, and he prepares uh, all of his spells as such. So, so everything he, is one level higher. Everything is one level oh, lower. Wow! So well, he, it's not even giving yourself. It's just that's how the rules work. Right? Yeah, yeah. That is how the rules work. Yeah. And so instead of playing him as like a non-caster based druid, which like I, I could have done. I was just like, no, fuck it. I, I will have him one level lower for everything. And he doesn't have an animal companion. Uh, it, does, actually, yeah. he does. He, uh, but he, he does and he doesn't. Uh, and this came in Ultimate Magic. He has a familiar. He has an oh. arcane familiar oh, yeah. that is a hawk. And this is part of the way that he was able to uh, confirm with Intel that Sir Will was in these dungeons is he has a hawk familiar. Ah, so it's not okay. an animal companion. It is a familiar. It's a new thing that they came, uh, came up with where you take a... Uh, inst- so when you build a druid, you can take an animal companion or a a uh, domain, like a cleric domain. Yep. Mm-hmm. This allows you to take a cleric domain and you get a, an arcane familiar. It's a new thing. That so can you see through magic. their eyes? Can you communicate with them? Yeah, it's all the same rules of an arcane awesome. familiar. If they're closer to you, you get I get a little buff to my perception right. with the hawk. So it's, it's perception-based. And now all of my... It's the eagle domain, so all of my domain spells are like flight-based and stuff like that. So Interesting. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Metra? Fun. Metra is a sorcerer. Full-on Sorcerer, the first that we've seen among playable characters across all our pods. Oh, really? Yep. Mm -hmm. And that is a core class. Core class. Is that a Sorcerer? I'm powerhouse, man. That's not true. Tish Peck's a Baba Abzusha master. Oh, that's right. That's right. Fan favorite, only because of the name. Fan favorite. Uh, I, I did lie, yes. But this is big. And this is high-level Sorcerer. High-level Not first level. Um... Yeah, she's pretty badass. Jimmer. What's Jimmer's last name? Uh, Jimmer Hardy. Uh, and Who's he, he played by, by the way? We, we, you know, actually, I have not cast him. Uh, there's definitely some Tim Blake Nelson in there, but physically, that's not quite right. <laughs> right. Um, so I'm open to suggestions uh, if anyone... Uh, what's the name of the dude from uh, Justified, who's kind of like the... I wondered if someone would say Timothy Oliphant. Timothy oh, Oliphant? No, no, no. Walton Goggins. Walton Goggins. Yeah, Walton Goggins. Oh, there we go. All right. Yeah. Walton Goggins. Nailed it. Nailed it. I Nailed love it. him. Did you watch Vice Principals? <laughs> yes. Yes. The greatest uh, series so of all time. He is so good, so at, good at that. When he opens a fridge and it's all full of LaCroix, I just lost my mind. Um, but uh, yeah, that's great. And uh, he is a classic sword and board uh, fighter uh, oh, of the yes! weapon, weapon master archetype. Oh. Uh, uh, oh. Isn't that another class that we've never had? What, what, what is pure fighter? What is key slash races? master? And uh, what's his face from uh, the, but that's, that one-off? That we yeah, did, the one-off the we did GCP for the live. first GCP Live was a fighter. My, uh, uh, yeah. my guy. But I mean, we're, we're ta- we really have to Siggy. dig deep. Yeah, Sig, Siggy Seven Ales. Siggy Seven Ales. Oh, right. So, wow, weapon master. Uh, yeah. I don't oh, even know cool. what's going on. Wait, this shit. Oh, man. And he has a really cool sword, by the way. <laughs> it's got a tiger's hilt, right? Yes. Oh, yes. that's On the pommel. Uh, now, do you guys know what Adriel is? Adriel Ashpeak? I have no uh, idea. An oracle. Yeah, that's Grant? what I guess, too. They call Adriel the oracular spectacular. Uh, <laughs> 13 levels of beautiful, beautiful, gorgeous oracle. <laughs> and, and I only know that because you said to Droja and whatever, uh, uh, Kres, um, uh, not Kreska, Ketrezra. Ketrezra. Mm-hmm. Uh, the um, 
uh, mysteries. Yep. Yeah. Yep. They're like mysteries. this mystery bottle cap. Bottle. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> you got a Grant bottle cap. <laughs> Another one. Oh, very nice. useless. Thank you, Grant. This is useless. This is a picture of me smiling with like a rights restricted <laughs> register thing, and underneath yeah. it just says it's useless. It looks like B- Bob's big boy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Use this in my reign of winter campaign. <laughs> It'll happen. It'll happen. No cash value. No day. cash value. One day that reign of winter campaign. One day. We've got a druid. One, one level dip in ranger, a sorcerer, a straight up weapon master fighter, and an oracle. Oh, yeah, this is baby. so awesome! Yeah, Standing the, outside the door—that's door. exactly what you want for someone to infiltrate a castle. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> you want three casters and a fighter. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, exactly. I think but, I, I may have the worst stealth that's ever been on this entire <laughs> show. By the way, I'm excited to unveil it. You well, know what, Grant? That won't be a problem. Oh, okay. All right. Ooh. She works hmm. in the shadows. I work hmm. in the shadows. Okay. If Calrian and the Knights of Ozum plan works, you have got here unmolested, and no one, to your knowledge, has seen you come to this gate. So you get there, and you're hoping that these guards didn't get found out. And so you wait. You knock. First, come close. Was there a signal? Come close. Uh, and uh, can any of you see in the dark? Silvermane shakes his head. I have dark vision. I'm capable of seeing at least with a dim light source. Excellent. No, I, I can't. I'm, I'm fairly skilled at fighting in the dark, but I can't actually like uh, and see in it. Metro will reach out and give both Jimmer and Silvermane uh, dark vision. Oof. Just drop some dark vision. Hell yeah. Just giving it out like rations. <laughs> rations. Oh, rations. Awesome. Nice. That will last for 13 hours. Oh, nice. Okay. Okay. Well, hopefully we get them in 13 hours. <laughs> 17 hours later. It's <laughs> deep, deep into the. Do we morning. have a we have a code word or something? Uh, you know, the minute the the minute she casts that, you can see. Uh, very clearly around you, everything in the darkness in black and white. Now, it's still twilight. The sun hasn't completely set. Um, you get to the door. What do you do? Uh, Silvermane will test the door. It, they said it was going to be unlocked with uh, Iomade willing. You test the door, and the door is locked. He's going to look around and knock. Doof, doof, doof. Oh, oh no! Door opens. Oh man! And there are two guards there. The guards have swords at the ready and shields with the symbol of Highbury. But the symbol of Highbury has been painted over. the The griffins <laughs> are scratched out, and what's left you can't even see. Gross! <laughs> Gross! That's so it's such a, so offensive. I know. It's like, have some self-respect. And they just look at all of you and say, For Iomade. Silvermane nods. Seriously. <laughs> they push open the door, look at all of you and say, Good luck. And then they take off. Oh, <laughs> my God. They were terrified <laughs> to stay there. <laughs> like God. two guards. Gone. You guys slip in to the castle, shut the door behind you. Oh my god. It's just pure darkness in this dungeon. You see 
maybe 70, 80 feet up ahead, a torch on the wall, and then it's another 80 to 100 feet before another torch. So it's kind of hard to see if anyone else is around. Those guards are obviously... Those guards obviously ran off pretty quickly. You know, if they were running from something or just running from this place in general. Up ahead towards the left are cells that look like they just stretch the whole length of this corridor. To the right, a wall that has sort of water condensed on it from being deep, deep below the castle. What do you do? You Uh, do a perception check? Sure. Ooh, 27. Natural 20. Ooh, 34. It's a good start. 35. Oh, Grant. Uh, not as good as those three. All right, so with the exception of Adriel, you all don't hear anything or see anything. And you said it's dark, right? You're dark, down the, the length of this corridor. Obviously, you can only see as far as 60 feet, but, like, you don't hear a sound. Point of order. Metro can see 120 feet in the dark. Oh, well, that is cool. Point taken. Metro doesn't see <laughs> anything. still see nothing. She sees more nothing. She sees I even see more nothing. Double the nothing the rest of us do. It seems to be empty. Silvermane will lead the way down. Great. Silvermane starts walking down. Oh, oh, by the way, I should say Silvermane is, uh, he's not like robed. He's wearing art, like a breastplate of ironwood. Oh, yeah, I was going to, I was going to He's wearing a breastplate of ironwood and he's got a bow. Oh. Oh. Sort of like leading the way. A black hour longbow? Similar. Similar. Yes. But a little different. Hold one moment. Silvermane, Gemma. He's going to, uh, Adriel's going to do a quick spellcraft on their, their armor. Okay, that's it's all right. It's a thirty-two. Uh, what are they wearing? <laughs> I wonder why he did that. Oh shit! <laughs> what? A, uh, well, what are you wearing? What are you wielding? What are you wearing? Just wearing, just wearing. I just oh, want to know the armor. Something, something, something. What are you wearing tonight? <laughs> who are uh, you wearing? While you infiltrate the castle, <laughs> <laughs> have fun storming the castle. <laughs> and, ooh. What are you wearing? Uh, well, uh, I am wearing. Plus five light fortification agile half plate. Oh. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and a it's and it's all battered. It's just like kind of oh, like yeah. it's 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 weathered. It's it's seen some I'm shit. Sure it used to be more agile. I'm sure it looks yeah. real shitty. And <laughs> and a shield, uh, a heavy steel shield that is a oh. plus three arrow deflection shield. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to know what your AC is. It's, it's, uh, oh, it's, it's quite that's high. so amazing. It's quite yeah. high. Yeah. Uh, Silvermane is wearing plus four ironwood breastplate. That's it. That's it. All right. Uh, let's roll that over to uh, Droja. I'm Metro. Metro, whatever your name is. I don't care. <laughs> I'm not wearing any armor at all. Okay. I'm just wearing my inky cloak. Well, I can't help any of you. And uh, <laughs> sorry to interrupt. Um, let's continue. <laughs> I think you may have spent more than half of your starting wealth on your armors, but that's fine. Six guards set upon you. 
<laughs> oh no! Oh, you're spellcrafting your allies' armor <laughs> now in the dungeon. <laughs> yeah, not during the yeah, two-week yeah, trip. Not weeks. during the two-week trip. Wait, wait, wait! Not wait. during the epic music portion of last part. Hold on, Carrion speaks. I'm a, I'm a total procrastinator. I'm you so see sorry. Adriel spellcrafting their armor. Adriel though is going to uh, reach into his bag of holding, pull out a meta magic rod, extend regular, Ooh. and cast magic vestment on himself. Oh, very. Cool. Nice. So he gets a nice little plus two bonus on top of his plus one armor. Hell How yeah. long does that last? 24 hours. You should just wake up every morning and boop. Gotta get my magic vestments on. Do a little stretch, drink a little Sanka. Spoop, spoop. <laughs> uh, you walk along. Cell after cell after cell. Completely empty. All of a sudden you hear a noise up ahead. The shuffling of feet. Metro, you see before any of them see a guard. I and she like reaches out and stills everybody. We hold. We wait. Guard walks a little bit closer to you. Looks left, looks right, walks back, disappears around a corner. All right. Continue moving forward. More empty cells. They're sad. It's just a slab sticking out of the wall. Some have manacles, uh, a bucket. And then finally, after empty cell after empty cell, you see one with a person in it. A young halfling chained to the wall, filthy. <laughs> and Silvermane even though this halfling has seen better days and has got a long, dirty beard and shaggy hair, you know it to be Sir Willem Keswick. Wow. He's almost stunned for a second, overcome that he's actually here, that he's actually about... He's back in the saddle. Yeah, to take this advantage away from Brander. You know, whatever it is he's got going on, uh, to take it back... Cell's locked, I'm assuming. Uh, is there any way to get through it? I mean, is there... It's pretty heavily locked. Um, without the key, you either have to force your way in or use some sort of magics. I have an idea. Uh, you said it's in darkness, right? It is darkness, and Sir Will is chained as well. So, uh, I can... Now, I, I have no ability to unlock the shackles. Does anyone have any kind of... No. Magic or technical ability that would be helpful there? Nope. A knock spell, for instance? No. no. Boy, we came for this adventure unprepared. Yeah. <laughs> the one thing we needed. <laughs> I know. It's like, like, well, we're stumped. Sorry, sir, well. I can cast heat metal on his shackles and burn his arms off. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, what set him free? See, I'm free. Am I free of hands? I can get us into the, I can get me, I can get all of us into the cell if we want. Right, but we need the key to unlock the manacles. Oh. Um, I mean, can we break the center of the manacles so he kind of walks around with, like, still shackled on either side, but his arms are bent? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure that... Uh, Jimmer? Yeah, that Jimmer can break the shackles. Yeah. Break DC. I, I can certainly try. All right. So what do you think of Metro? Uh, so I have... So as a, as a fetchling... I have the shadow one as one of my racial abilities. I have a, I can shadow walk. Damn, <laughs> uh, and I have also an umbral escort. 
So I do oh. not have those abilities are not limited to just me. I've oh. seen your work in the back of the Village Voice. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Holy shit! <laughs> that was good. Uh, Why well, is Troy joke. picking uh, up a Village Voice every weekend? <laughs> We've had two very inside New York uh, jokes. Yes. <laughs> He All just right. really All loves right. the arts right. and culture section. R.I.P. The Village Voice. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, so sad. Um, um, so yes. So I'll may I'll, I'll take Jimmer in with me and leave you guys to guard our back. Yeah, Silvermane is going to keep an eye out for the guards. And so, what do you do? It's like so. It's a shadow walk. So basically, because you said it was darkness. Yeah. As long is. as there's dim light, I can kind of basically dimension door. You yeah. and Jim are just yep. on into, the other side. Into the that side. is awesome. It's, it's like so we, cool. we sl- I don't know the way I picture it. Like we kind of sh- slip into the shadows and then slip out again in the, in the cell. Right, like dip in, dip out. <laughs> and you're standing there in front of him, and after a moment, he just kind of like weakly starts to lift his head up, and he sees you, but he doesn't know if you're friend or foe. You can tell like he's in really bad shape, and his head just collapses back down. And Met- Metro says, I'm Metronon. We're here to rescue you. <laughs> <laughs> That's so awesome. Pretty short for a sorcerer. <laughs> <laughs> and then she kind of lifts up his chin and says, Look at me. You might know my daughter, Della. Della Narn. Does Sir Will say anything? No, he just looks at her, but his eyes widen a little bit. You can tell that there is recognition there, and he's trying to speak, but it's you know he's got nothing. He's so devoid of energy. You you wonder if you you know pull the manacles off if he could even stand. Um, all right. Uh, I mean, I have no magical ability to get us out, so I guess we're forcing the the. the uh, yeah, I take a look at the chains themselves. Like, are they just made of normal metal, like mundane? Yeah, iron? the chains is probably your best bet. You'd leave the shackles on them, and just you yeah. can take those chains out pretty easily. You just have to worry about the noise. Yeah. So, um, Jimmer, like, actually, I do have a way to get these shackles off. It is very expensive, spell wise, though. Don't worry about it. Okay. But what was it going to be? I was going to disintegrate them. That is way too expensive. <laughs> Talk about overspending. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, man, I really, I like my sandwich cut at a diagonal angle. I can just <laughs> say, wait, hold on. I, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, the other option is if we, sh- if I shadow walk him, do we need to? Like, will he, will he, will the manacles just kind of drop there? Uh, I, I think they would count I, as, as part of like, what he's wearing. His, uh, yeah, I feel like Jimmer's got a good idea. Uh, so. Uh, Jimmer, like, quietly draws his longsword from its sheath. And you can see that there are some um, Thessalonian runes, like, along its edge, along along the flat of its blade. And he pulls it out, and um, he says, "Uh, Try to stay still, son. And he swings down at the chains and tries to cut through. AC5, just... Don't roll a natural. <laughs> okay. Twelve. Natty twelve. Natty twelve. Yeah. I mean, this is nothing. It's like slicing through butter to you. Yeah. He's sheer through both chains, and yeah. he just collapses to the ground. Yeah. <laughs> Hits his head and bleeds out. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh. We'll see you next week. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, he just kind of slumps over. I'm sure Metra's there to, to kind of yeah. brace his fall. He's very weak. 
can barely can, can't even stand and he's he's soiled like he's filthy they've just left him to rot but you can tell that they've like they've done everything they can to make sure that he stays alive mm, boy bring to him the to the brink of life bring him to me i can heal him please what uh is our, so is our plan to go out the way we came that was the plan that Calrian said okay. get in yeah Get there out that way. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I cannot shadow walk us out. However, I can dimension door us out. So I will. I will take hold. I will grab Jimmer and ho- holding like holding Sir Will to me. I'll dimension door us right outside the cell. Right outside the cell. And uh, <laughs> Sir Will is willing. Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> Just want to make sure. That no, he has Stockholm syndrome. Said, no, please help, gods. Help! I've grown, I've grown to love my manacles. <laughs> and and Metro will, Metro God, Steve, Steve. Metro will kind of pass him. <laughs> to Ariel. Oh, my child. Adriel, what? right? Adriel. Adriel. Look at this stuff. What have they done to you? Isn't it neat? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't believe that they had taken a ally of the other Ashpeak and done this to him. Please, look into the inferno and his eyes lose. Jesus, this guy the is so again, creepy. And he looks into him and from... The power within him. You kind of see soot. You kind of smell like smoke or brimstone, like after Nightcrawler, like teleports into a room next to him. Yes. And, uh, but it's not a bad smell. It's kind of like burnt toast. If you want burnt toast that morning and you feel this positive energy go through you, you are healed for 120 points of healing, 130 points of healing. Oh my God. Immediately. Are you kidding me? Oh my God. It ends all of the following adverse conditions. (laughs) Ability damage, blinded, deafened, confused, dazed, dazzled, deafened, diseased, exhausted, fatigued, feeble-minded, insanity, nauseated, poisoned, sickened, and stunned. Deafened twice, too. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Feeble-minded? Feeble-minded? You could have just cured Galabras. We didn't have time. (laughs) There wasn't time. I didn't have time to explain. (laughs) Well, we never told him it was feeble-minded. It it could have been like had a... Scroll of permanency. Yeah, we didn't. So leave. We just Sir watched. Will is like in in a, a moment. How long is the casting time on that? Just for shits and gigs. Uh, it is. Uh, the duration is instantaneous. It's such a <laughs> <laughs> Sir it's Will like is casting. just like. Oh, sorry, sorry. Uh, it's it's one round. One round. One action. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. One what out. is oh, wow. that yeah. spell? It's called heal. Oh, oh no, heal. Yeah, that is uh, that's the, that's the kind of spell that would save a Galabras. Yeah, example. seriously. Yes. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> Sir Will is just immediately brought back and he is like in shock he's got a long bushy beard long hair he does not look like the Sir Will that our our listeners and that you guys have come to know he is emaciated and gross he's not wearing any armor he doesn't have any weapons or anything but he is able to stand on his own power what what, what does he do I I mean his memory is intact uh, at least and especially from a few moments ago so he's just like Metronon, you are Della's mother. Yes, and I want to know everything. Everything that happened to her. But first, we must get to safety. Yes, I would be happy to, but I'm I'm concerned about what's happening here at Highbury. My mother, my father, I don't know what has become of them. Is there any way... Do, do you know? Have you, there are you found anything out? And he, his eyes widen, of course, when he sees Silvermane. I mean, he recognizes Silvermane. Yeah. You know, his, his eyes widen. Silvermane has actually, like, a chalk board with him. 
that he oh he does yeah that he would write you know pertinent we information talked about on. that was that was that part of his deal when before was that was that did we said no that, that was not part of his deal before but in, 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 in my research yeah. that's in uh, Pathfinder rules it's like for a, oh, okay. a mute character there's chalk and chalkboards I just I thought maybe I'm I thought like in earlier episodes we had mentioned it's very possible he he was doing hand signals to Halgra before yeah. Um, but yeah so okay. anyway cool. he, he has this chalkboard and he just writes on it quickly no time yeah, must yeah. go yeah you for know, sure th- that's all he writes and, and mm-hmm. Sir, Sir Will is going to, to follow your lead there Metra everybody roll a perception check 26 Natural, involving natural 20. Another Ooh, natural Oh, my God. 34. Save him. 29. Uh, all right, so... 46. 46. 46. <laughs> so, Silvermane, you hear it immediately, followed by Metra. The way you came, someone is running towards you from that door, from the direction of the door that you came in through. So, Silvermane is going to, like, tap, 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 uh, both Metra and uh, Jimmer's really quick. Jimmer or just Jimmer? Jimmer, really yeah. quick. Can and, I call you Jimmer? And point, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I call you Jimmer? No. And, and <laughs> point yeah. to the other end of the hallway uh, and pull out his bow. So he's letting them know both it's coming from that way and I'm arming myself. There's something dangerous. Uh, Metro will step in front of Sir Will and be ready to cast. And you just hear. <laughs> and then one of the guards that let you in collapses in front of you. Oh, no. He's covered like his face is covered in blood. And he's like gasping for air. <laughs> What do you do? Uh, we'll run to him. A silver man will run to him. <laughs> they know. Oh, oh, I fucking knew it. <laughs> they know. <sighs> they killed the other god. <laughs> you cannot go out that way. They have their army <laughs> down the end. The hallway. The winding staircase. It's the only way. If the knights can secure the front, you can get out that way. I know it. I know the staircase of which he speaks. Uh, Will will go up and kneel next to him. He knows this this guard, and he, he runs his hands through his hair and leans down. I'm, I'm so sorry kisses him on the head gently. Ooh. It's this way. And he points toward the uh, the stairwell he's talking about. Army. It is. Army, it is. And then nothing. Adriel's going to reach out and cast Breath of Life on him. He's dead. He's gone. He's long gone. It's too it's late. Impossible. It's, it's too, too late. late. All right, I'm going to keep that spell slot. <laughs> I'm not going to waste it. <laughs> oh, wait. It worked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Adriel. <laughs> um, yeah, he died. Okay. <laughs> oh, Can I got, keep that spell slot? Got, yeah, keep that spell Thank slot. Thank you. Yeah, no, you failed and lost the spell. Uh, concentration check. Just one moment too late. So he just collapses. For flavor's sake, I let him tell you what he knew. Army. Army at the door. Army at the door. Army at the door. The the army is something. And then 
You have to take the spiral staircase. I just assumed that Sir Will knew what that meant. Yeah, I mean, you would uh, know. It's his home. Spot. Yeah, he probably spent time walking around the dungeons Lots as a child, you asked. Yeah. Mother, show me the dungeons. It's like the crypts in uh, Winterfell. Yes. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Spiral ca- uh, staircase makes me think of Phrasma with the spiral of bones. But then it's I also think, think a very of, efficient way to build a staircase. Sure. But, <laughs> also, yeah. You know, I used to have true. a spiral staircase in the apartment. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, See how Matthew just like smacked Grant down there like Grant had a really cool idea Pathfinder based I finally was like shut up I understand why Troy just hates him so much as well <laughs> all the 200 stuff the 50 you know he takes everything great and, and spits in it <laughs> Troy would you like a sour patch kid no <laughs> he was torn for a second. He was torn. He all was. Right. All right, I'll have one. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Oh, episode 200's off the rails. Oh, watermelon flavored. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what do you guys do? Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Um, Joe's very nervous. I'm not going to give it right back. I know. I want it right back. <laughs> no, 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 don't take more than two. so delicious. Uh... Should we have Will guide us to the staircase? Yeah, Will will will, will show you the other way. Yeah, will is just, he's just wearing like rags at this point. Oh yeah, rags. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, but Silvermane is going to uh, stop for a, a, a second, just a moment, and he's going to do uh, a series of motions with his hand. You're not quite sure what he's doing, and he uh, reaches out, Metra, and Joe's touches you. And and he, he's going to cast a spell on you. And honestly, with him being mute, you 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 wouldn't know what it I'm is. I'm not willing. He casts a spell on you. Uh, he casts a spell on you. Because and you, uh, I don't know. Maybe you could do knowledge arcana, but you know, I can do knowledge arcana. Counter spell. Counter spell. <laughs> Counter spell. <laughs> Counter spell. That is a twenty-four knowledge arcana. Mm. Nope, twenty-five. It is uh, a. It's a spell called Death Ward. Ooh. Oh, nice! So it is a, as a protection spell to uh, prevent like death effects from happening yeah. to you. Various death effects. Uh, it gives you a bonus to your fortitude saves, basically, for that sort of thing. Excellent, thank you. Um, so yeah, he cast that you. on you. Thank you, Silverman. Uh, and then yeah, we'll we'll keep going. We'll keep following uh, Will. All right, so Sir Will has his strength, but he's not armed and he's not armored. Um, but he knows the way, so. He moves forward and leads to the end of the hall. Um, you walk past where you, Metra, saw that guard dip around the hall. I'm sure you guys are cautious, and you slip past and don't see him. Um, you can tell this dungeon goes on for a while. You get to the winding staircase, and I'm assuming you go up, and you just keep going up 
and up and up. So even though you entered through a courtyard at the ground level, you can tell that, like, you are traveling now deep up into the castle, that the dungeon truly is well beneath where most of the uh, day-to-day activity of the castle takes place. So you keep going, and you're going for a long time until finally it lets off in a large room before continuing upward even further. We've been using Roll20 for so long. (laughs) (laughs) We have, we have. I feel like... (laughs) <laughs> I feel like we need to go back to an old school map. Oh, oh wow. yeah. yeah. All right. Get a ticket to the map. Get a ticket to the map. Get a ticket yeah. to the map. <laughs> <laughs> Get up. Get oh, on wow. Oh. Those look like cinnamon buns, not spiral staircases. <laughs> Troy, you're a delight. Please place yourselves on the map. Oh. Near oh. the spiral staircase closest to Matthew and Joe. Okay. It looks like we're coming up into the side of a room. So, uh, Jimmer, um, I see that you have incredible combat prowess, even with the way you attack the ravines and valleys and rivers and streams that we crossed to get here. D- would you like to go first? I'm just assuming. I, I can also go. I'd, I'd love to go first. I'll, 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 I'll stay in the vanguard, but uh, <laughs> I'd like to stay close to you. Allow me to walk side by side with you, Jim. Would that be all right? Well, I In was, the vanguard. No, I was going to say I was going to try to stay close to young Master Will here because uh, I'd like to protect him. He's he's quite vulnerable at the moment and I have some experience as a bodyguard. <laughs> nice. <laughs> we have not heard enough from Jimmer. This is awesome. <laughs> you get to the top of the stairs and off to your right, maybe 20, 30 feet away towards the center of the room, uh, is a 10-foot-wide iron door. This, you would assume, is the door that leads out because from that door is a red carpet that leads the entire length of the room up to a staircase that leads to a dais with a throne. Oh, wow. (laughs) Wow. Oh, Oh my God. (laughs) Above the throne room to both the right and the left are two long balconies, both reachable by the winding staircase you just came up, for example, on this side. And across the room, you see another identical winding staircase that also probably leads down deeper into the dungeons, or you can take it up to the balcony. If you continue going up this staircase, you would think it takes you to the balcony directly above you. Behind the throne you can see that it once had the sigil of Highbury on like a large wooden plaque, two griffins on a field vert. <laughs> on a field vert. But it, rampant on a field vert. Rampant, rampant on, a field, on vert. a field vert. But it has almost been completely scratched out and painted over in what you can only imagine is blood and sinew. Oh my God. Is the crude image of a fly Oh my god. With a skull on its back. No. Oh, come on. They fall into Urgathoa worship? There are various people in the room. You see two guards standing in front of the throne, in front of the steps leading up to the dais. At first glance, it appears that they're wearing like black armor, but as your eyes adjust to the light of the room, you can see that they're made up of only glistening black bones that give the appearance of blackened steel. Wow. They each have a short sword in each hand. 
they each have a sword, short sword in each hand. Yes. Oh, oh no. Shit. <laughs> oh, fudge. Oh, man. Up atop the dais, sitting on the throne, is a man who looks sickly pale and thin. You can see that he's missing clumps of hair, and, and the bones underneath his skin are protruding through his paper-thin flesh. Behind him, kind of shrouded in the, you know, the drapes that are decorating the throne, is a female figure that you can't quite see, her hand resting gently on the man's shoulder. Oh, this is her, his bride. He speaks. Oh. You have taken something that does not belong to you. Leave the orphan. Lay down your weapons. And prepare to join him in the dungeon. <laughs> and Sir Will is up here. Sir he's, Will's he's up here. He's just behind uh, Jimmer. And you hear your and brother's he- voice, your brother Bartholomew. Right, and he's full, like, basically full health now, so... He's just like, Bartholomew, what, what is this madness? Where, what are you doing? Where is mother? Where is father? Do you step out into the room? Yeah, exactly. Like, he's just completely confused by this. My father is dead, having fallen victim to an unfortunate accident in the world wound. What a waste. He spent his life fighting other people's wars and perished so far from his home instead of protecting his own domain. My mother has fled. To be honest, I do not know why. When I took over... I sent for her merely to talk, but Mother was never interested in talking to me. No, sending me into the priesthood to cure me of my proclivities was a veiled punishment and a means of ensuring that Highbury would never be mine. I imagine in her warped, feeble mind, she would have dreamt up some loophole to have a detritus halfling sit the rose throne. (laughs) In truth I can't be too angry with her Because sending me away Allowed me to find my true calling And my love He like reaches his hand up And rests it on the woman's hand On his shoulder Don't worry I have hounds Nipping at her heels as we speak And she will return to Highbury to face judgment in front of me, in front of my queen, and in front of the pallid princess. Oh, God. No, Bartholomew, do, do not do it. Please. I don't know what... I don't know who has corrupted you, but... Please. Mother has, has done nothing wrong. What of Benric? Where is Benric? Ah. Benric. Yes. The only one still alive with a true claim to the throne. A man who can't even wipe himself after his shits. 
How many doctors and wizards do they bring in to try and cure him? Though he would have made a terrible ruler, unlike you, I loved my true brother. Oh, man. <laughs> this fucking guy. <laughs> what a fucking oh! dick. And that is why I cured him. Where all others failed. Oh, no. Oh, no. When I left here, Willamette, I learned firsthand the great power Ogathoa possesses and bestows upon her subjects. Would you like to see Benric? The soft-hearted fool always cared for you, and now he's up and out of bed for the first time in years. Oh, no. no. God no. damn it, LaValle. Thanks to me. <laughs> and when you say me, you mean Troy. <laughs> yeah. You sick fuck. And he just waves his hand in the air, and at that, all of you hear a loud sound, like the scraping of metal upon rock followed by slow shuffling of feet across the floor. And from a side door, out limps a body of a man, head down towards the floor, clad in armor, dragging a great sword behind him. He reaches the front of the throne and looks up at you all, Cold blue eyes burning out from behind a face. Oh, man. Composed only of bones. Oh, What no. a monster. No. What a Better monster. No. Silverman, roll a perception check. Oh, my God. Uh, 49. <laughs> what the fuck? The sword that he drags across the throne room is Gorham's thorn. Whoa, what? Lay down your weapons. This ends here. You hear sounds of battle outside. Lives being lost for which side you know not. What do you do? <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Holy shit. I don't know. What do you guys do? <laughs> it's your character. Your ca- it's your castle. <laughs> it's your castle. I know, but I'm unarmed and in a loincloth. I well, don't know. Perhaps ask for some help. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> Sir Willamette, uh, yeah, uh, he'll say, Benric, no. Uh, these guards, they're obviously, like, undead, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, Sir Will could even do a knowledge religion and know that they're undead. They and appear now, to be Now undead. that he's in his right mind and the whole Ergothoa thing. Uh, so he'll be like, please, he'll look back at Jimmer desperately. Please try to not harm my brother. He, the, the younger one. And he's pointing to the one who's dragging a sword and like, maybe he's too far gone. It's like sad that Will is even hoping that there's a chance to save him. Yeah. But he's like the others. And then his like expression darkens a little bit. And he's like, and Bartholomew, kill them, please. The woman steps forward, and she is beautiful. Insanely beautiful, like out of a comic book. And she steps forward out of the shadows and shows herself, and shes it just doesn't add up how this sickly man who looks like he's wasting away on the throne with clumps of hair could 
join with someone so unbelievably attractive. And as you're conferring, all of a sudden, her clothes start to just fall away into pieces, still retaining most of her buxom frame, just little uh, shards of clothing clinging to her. And the pieces of her skin that are revealed are like soaking wet with fresh blood. Oh. And she appears to be a withered corpse from the neck down. Oh, wow. Oh, that's a development. <laughs> Roll for initiative. Oh, oh man. Oh, oh my god. Happening. It's happening. This is happening. The battle for Highbury begins. <laughs> uh, I gotta say that one of the reasons Sir Will is like, fucking kill him. This dude, Bartholomew, has been an asshole for a really long time <laughs> and yeah. a bad dude. And like, that's why he was sent away. And it makes sense that he ends up with Ergotho. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Troy, it makes perfect fucking sense. Well done. Well done. It Bravo. backfired. Backfired. Yeah. Uh, God, what a fucking asshole. And so, like, now Will is like, fuck this guy. He is beyond any sort of redemption. But Benrick, uh, maybe, maybe. Long shot, but maybe. Benrick is up and ready to fight. Uh, you got to give, you gotta give Bartholomew so credit where credit's due. He's made out of bed. Bones and skulls, right? That's true. Yes, he I, is okay. undead. <laughs> uh, Adriel, what's your role there? Adriel rolled a four. Oh, Adriel. Oh, this ain't Baron Redheart, folks. I'm going to take off my glasses. Is that Grant Berger over there? I can't quite see too well. (laughs) Natural one is a 14 for Grant Berger. Wait a minute. I don't know, Dad. Is that Grant Berger over there? (laughs) <laughs> you know, I wish you would oh, shut your yeah. Uh, Jimmer, what'd you get? Twenty-four. Twenty-four. Oh, yes. Metra. Twenty. Twenty-four. Nicely done. A metra. Silver tusk. Uh, Twenty-three. Twenty-three. It is round one. <laughs> I'm and so excited. Benrick Keswick. Rolled a 25. Oh, that's man. son of a bitch. Uh, he charges uh, directly at uh, whoever that first person is there who has the flame in their hand. That, uh, that is be, uh, Grant. Yeah. Adriel. 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 Charges at Adriel with Gorham's Thorn. Oh, no. And swings. His AC goes down, but he does get the bonus to hit on the charge. That is very low. An 11 to hit. Flat-footed. <laughs> that is, let me just double check. Nope, that's a miss. That is a miss. Yep. Wow. He is right up in your business. Now, Benrick is, uh, yeah, pretty much uh, the only, you guys, the rest of the party is what, 60 feet away? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, the rest of the evil party, the enemies. Uh, it is Jimmer's turn. Jimmer, uh, what are you going to do? All right. You're 55 uh, feet away, the first combatant. Jimmer is going to step uh, 15 feet over to his right okay. and five feet up. Kind of clear like a, away from Yeah, get away, get away from the others. Right on the red carpet. Right on the carpet, and he's going to try to antagonize Bartholomew. Oh! So, oh, very yeah. cool. So gonna, intimidation check? Yeah, he's going to look at, he's going to look at Bartholomew. He says, uh, Mr. I don't know who you are, <laughs> but I got a feeling you'd have to study up to be a half-wit. And uh, <laughs> he's going to do a 
uh, intimidate check. The DC is 10 plus his hit dice plus his wisdom modifier. Yes. So <laughs> roll the natural one. So that's a 21. All right. Uh, let's see. 10 plus his hit dice plus his... It's actually a fail. Yeah. Just because it was a one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Damn. But you are... Uh, you shit. stepped out there. You know, Jimmer got tied up in all this. He just came to retrieve a body. Yeah. That, I didn't sign up for this. He's got to shake off the cobwebs. Uh, it is now Silvermane's turn. Uh, Silvermane, uh, oh man, as his first act, he sees Benra come up. He hears Sir Will's pleas to uh, spare uh, this person, and he knows this name. It seems distant, but this name of Benric, he knows. Something deep in your memories, yeah. Something deep in his memories, he knows, but he looks beyond help, but he, uh, he, 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 he he's still clinging to Sir Will's pleas. He's going to reach out. It's a fucking silver man, I'm realizing. Yeah. <laughs> Almost with a tear in his eye. And he's going to twist his hand... And he's going to warp the metal of Gorham's oh, Thorn. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. What? So he begins Whoa. to bend Gorham's Thorn with a warp metal spell. Whoa. Oh, my God. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm sure the magical weapon gets a fortitude save, yes? Yes. Yeah, it does. Uh, so it is a, it's a DC 23 uh, save for the weapon. Okay. Now, does it take the wielder? It takes the wielder's uh, uh, Will's uh, fortitude save, I believe. Fortitude save. Will. Oh, is it Will? Yes, you're right. DC 20. Sorry, not 23, 20. Okay. Will save. This is Benrick's Will save. Yes. Fail. So he bends oh. Gorham's thorn. <laughs> oh, and it, it now has a minus four to hit. <laughs> Can it be repaired? <laughs> it, is, it is permanent, but I'm sure he could warp it back. He could one warp day. it back. Uh, yeah, okay. exactly. Minus but, four to hit. But for now, he's just trying to make him so ineffective that even somebody who uh, you know isn't familiar with the whole situation, like uh, Adriel, will, will not feel threatened by this blade. Okay. I've bent spoons before, Joe, and they never went back right when I unbent them. <laughs> and then he's going to fan out into the middle of the room, uh, just behind. Jimmer. Just behind. On the red carpet. Jimmer. Uh, okay. Um, it is the Black Skeleton's turn. Uh, you can see that they have, like, clinging to their black bones, vestments that look like they were once uh, members of the court here. They were actually part of the Highbury Guard oh. and have been twisted by Bartholomew. This Ergothoa shit is so fucked up. It man. really is. And We've been dealing with this for a while in Giant Slayer, and it is messed up. It really is messed up. There is some messed up stuff in this world, and Ergothoa is among the most messed up Messed up-itists. I completely agree. I completely yeah. agree. Yeah. They both charge. One charges at Silvermane with two swords swinging. And the other one charges at Jimmer. The first one at Silvermane. Uh, that is going to be a 27 to hit. Miss. Miss. Ding! It's almost as if it hits a blue field of magical energy. Oh, interesting. Shield of faith. As it deflects off, uh, that would be a ring of protection. Oh, okay. All right. Ring of protection plus four. Oh, wow. Okay. Wow. I can't even imagine what Jimmer's AC is. But this charging black skeleton (laughs) is looking for a 19 to 20. uh, uh, Let me ask you, a 19, does that hit? 
No, it does not. <laughs> no, it does, as a matter of that's fact. That's shocking that a 19 doesn't hit yeah, a shimmer. That doesn't hit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> these guys are <laughs> uh, okay, well, uh, I'm uh, feeling uh, Bartholomew and his his corpse bride have uh, something to say about that. Corpse bride, I like that. That's good. Uh, as they're running towards you, they have an aura about them that they activate as a free action uh, to try and scare you because there's something so unsettling about their presence that that alone hmm. is very freaky. Both of you roll a will save. Neat. Who? Actually, all of you are within its uh, 60 feet, so all of you roll okay. a will save. Uh, 28 for Silverman. 29 for Adriel. 26. 26. Uh, 28. 28. You're all immune. <laughs> nice. From its frightful presence that would have affected you for 5d6 rounds. Oh, hell yeah. Holy shit. Uh, <laughs> okay, so it is now Metra's turn. What is Metra? So you said these spiral staircases lead to balconies? Like, yes, so like, the one you're on right now will lead to that balcony that's directly above you, the, the sort of rectangle that I've drawn to the right here that's on another level. And then on the other side, there's a staircase that leads down to who knows where, but also up to that opposite balcony. I, I my my goal in designing this was kind of loosely based on Anna Londo from Dark Souls. Uh, oh, yes. Of course. Yes. <laughs> okay, so Metra is going to run up the spiral staircase to get up on the balcony to get a better view of things. Okay. Uh, and then uh, uh, something weird starts to happen under uh, underneath uh, the the skeleton that's fighting with Silvermane. Okay. Please roll a reflex save. Uh, okay. Uh, reflex save. I rolled a uh, 12. That's a fail. Okay. <laughs> so a hungry pit appears beneath its feet. What? And you fall into the pit. So please roll another reflex save. I don't, I don't want to. <laughs> uh, nine. I rolled a natural oh, yes. three. Yes. Okay. So you fail that as well. Okay. So first things first, you take a... You take 60 feet worth of falling damage. Oh, my God. 60 feet? Wow. This, is a, this <laughs> is a very dark pit. So let me just roll that. Let me, let's do it step by step here. Let me roll that. that so this is amazing. That's 66, right? Yeah, yeah 66. Yeah. Oh, God. So that's 24 points of damage. Oh, nice. But this okay. is not just any pit. This is a hungry pit. Uh, <laughs> this pit's hungry. So this creatures hungry. who fall into the hole take falling damage as normal. In addition, anyone within the pit, not just on those, those on the bottom, takes 46 points of bludgeoning damage each round as the pit contracts and then returns to its normal size. Whoa! It's, Whoa. So it's just like... It's like the, it's like the pit of the Sarlacc. Yeah, it's so trying to was, digest But just slowly, over and over and over. As you are slowly digested over a thousand years. So you take another <laughs> you take another 19 points of damage. Nice. And that skeleton is dead. Yes! <laughs> oh, it falls. Oh my god. It awesome. falls. The damage from the fall is enough to take it uh, to within 18 hit points left and then it eats it for the final uh, 19 wow. hit points. So one skeleton down. And Sir Will, as you see that thing fall, you're like, Johnny? Yeah. Johnny! Johnny! Johnny Five! (laughs) He used to read me stories at night. (laughs) And now this sorcerer killed him! (laughs) He was... I fucking hate Devil's Mom! He's he's dead already. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes dead is better. Uh, All right, so one skeleton down, one remains, Benric remains, and Bartholomew and his bride... And it is Bartholomew Keswick's turn. He is going to uh, step off the throne. Let me just check the range on this shiznicky. 
Uh, <laughs> Jonathan Chisnicki. You know what? This is so awesome. We should do this more often. Just like a complete change of scenery yeah. for a session. Yeah, yeah. A complete change of... <laughs> it's just really fun. It freshens things up. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like we've been yeah, exactly. Yeah. For a long time. There's a lot else going on in the world. And when you see this, it should remind you that Skirkatla's goal is happening. Yes, yeah. it's, it's spreading. It's mm. spreading. If it can spread to Highbury, what other castles are being affected? Yeah, but it's all not right. just Skirkala. Brander all, is also mentioning this shit. He was talking almost with with uh, a, a certain reverence about Urgothaw to Lork as Ymir when he was in the tent. He is a dude that he wants was like, to... "Have you heard of Urgothaw?" Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, it's fucking Brander, man. Yeah, he wants to side with the winners. Um... Okay, so uh, Bartholomew is going to get off the throne, move 30 feet forward, and uh, cast a spell on Metra. Okay. Metra, roll a will save. A will save, you say? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, 17. No, no, no. no. Oh, DC 18. Oh, oh no. no. We oh, need shit. Metra the whole no, time. No, Metra, we need you. Metra, you, something happens as Bartholomew reaches his hand up to you. Something happens to you. You feel very strange. You feel this, like, unnatural compulsion. You don't know why you want to do this, but you just want to gorge on a nearby helpless or dead humanoid creature and begin eating its flesh. Oh, God. Is there one nearby? Uh, There's one in that pit. (gasps) Oh, my God. Uh, You, the target, does not take extraordinary risks to satisfy this urge. It wouldn't jump over a pit or swim through lava to reach a suitable victim. If you can't fulfill the urge on your next turn, the spell fails. However... If one of your friends falls in this be, next round, gonna, or if uh, one of the good guys falls, or if one of the good guys yeah, falls, yeah. or bad guys, rather, you might have to eat them. <laughs> I might have oh, to eat them. Whose side no. are you on, O'Brien? I know. Imagine if Metro. I just revealed myself. Eight Willamette. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Serves him right. Serves him right. That'll teach him. <laughs> it is his bride's turn. His bride, who you know from having access to flashbacks. Is Debellus's sister? <gasps> I wonder if we were going to know her. Oh, they mentioned the, the place, the, the weather being nice. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Again, how are the autumns in Varno? Yes, right. Are we in Varno? We just brought that back up a couple episodes. It's all code, bro. It's all code for. Highbury, bro. I Hi, imagine. Did you ever play Neo? You played Neo. Yeah, I did. Oh, great. Uh, did you ever, uh, yeah, yeah. I fantastic. think it's the second boss. She's just this like flying, uh, awful creature. I imagine her as like an anime boss. It's like <laughs> you just hear her laugh, and then she just fucking shows <laughs> up next to you. Yeah. Well, she just <laughs> and goes invisible. Right after you swung at her, she probably says, "So this name?" <laughs> <laughs> she goes invisible. Oh, no, and it is. Making his first turn as a member of this podcast, Adriel Ashpeak. Do it! Do something cool. Give me the grace I need to save my own skin. Swift action calls grace on himself. Moves forward 5, 10, 15, 20 feet. <laughs> oh, snap. Cast a 20-foot wide radius spell around the big bad guy. That's right. It's Blade Barrier. Oh! I can only help hope that your 
bride is in this circle with you, and you can enjoy holy matrimony together. <laughs> in the distance, you hear. I hate that. I hate that. I hate that. Their their laughs echoing off the right. cathedral yeah, walls. Yeah. <laughs> you just invisible laughter. Yeah. Oh. It's so creepy. Oh my god. <laughs> so the the way that the blade barrier, uh, it's basically just an immobile wall of just swirling blades. And I place it in a way to where it blocks access to the throne. So hopefully she either moved backwards inside of there and we'll get caught up in it. But uh-huh. for sure, the big bad evil brother is inside. Okay. Uh, and what does it mean? He cannot move out of it without taking damage? Yeah, he's going to get a reflex save if he tries to move through. And Grace allows you to move past Benric without provoking, Swift right? action, no provocation whatsoever. And it's a 20-foot high wall. Guys, we're going into That's round awesome. two, and it is Benric's turn. Badass. Uh, Benric, uh, but a bit of a bit Benric's got some movement speed here, but he is going. Well, Sir Will is out there, but he's just not represented on the map. He's not represented on the map. Of course, Benric has to attack. Yeah, because he doesn't know. Fuck. Yeah. And so, Sir Will, you're just standing there as Benric, like. You, and, and obviously, there's just bones left, but you can see the shape of his face. Uh, you can this sucks so fucking bad. Yeah, what his terrible. face looked like. And you it's, know honestly, that the only reason he's in this position is because Brander cursed him to make sure that he would join the Knights of Odin. It sucks, and it's like, it, it, to me, this is like the next Jason thing that you've done to me. Because it, it like it isn't <laughs> something that's come you can come back from. Yeah. Like, he's obviously too far fucking gone he's pretty dead. to do anything about it. God fucking damn it. Hey, you know what, though? Minus four to attack. So, let's see what happens. Fuck! Natural uh, 20. Five foot step, uh, and... Ooh, cracked eye. Uh, ooh, buddy. He has no armor. Yeah, no armor. And he has no... Almost no Oh, decks. you know what? I it's forgot. 12 I rolled a natty 17. I forgot. Gorm's Thorn is Chris, a keen threat sword. That oh, is a no. critical threat. Oh, well, no. it's minus four to hit. Okay. Oh, that's all it is. So it doesn't mean it can't crit. Yeah, I mean, with yeah. no armor, it's still over a twenty to hit. So, so it's still a it's still a critical threat. So to confirm, uh, over twenty again to confirm. Oh, Are you so kidding me? He confirms a crit with Gorm's thorn, a, a warped Gorm's thorn, a warped Gorm's on thorn on his brother, oh, his brother, no. Sir Will. My iPad went out. Uh, this is a lot of damage. Were it not for Adriel, this could be enough to put you. Down. Yeah, yeah. Seriously, Adriel saved his life right here. 26 points of damage. Okay. If okay. you had not been healed, if they just brought you up, like, we'll get him out of here, game over. You would really, like, you would really kill him. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Instead, you take 26 points of damage. You're still it's nothing. In the 90s. He's got over 100, yeah. Uh, but Benric did it to you. Yeah, oh, it's man. so shitty, dude. It's yeah. so shitty. It's Jimmer's turn. Jimmer, you've got Silvermane just directly Hold behind you to your Before right. Before we do a new round, we never had Will do initiative. So if he's attackable, he should be able to, to fight back. So sure. I, I know we're kind of doing it on the fly, but even we'll if say, it's a grapple check. and a, We'll say he know. goes after Adriel. So he would have gone before mm-hmm. Benric. Uh What's that? He would have gone before Benric. Benric starts the round. Oh, Benric was the fastest. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Uh, all right. So. Well, let's say he held his action. Okay. Then Benric went. Sure. Hit him, and so now he'll uh, he'll attempt a, uh, a disarm. Okay. So I'll just like try to disarm him. 
Okay. Uh, and, you know, he's got to roll super high and natural fucking 19. Oh, yeah. So, uh, God, it's, I don't have the numbers in front of me. But sure. What's his CMD? Uh, Is ben it Rick's, more than 25? Uh, no, it's uh, 17. Yeah, so he definitely so you, disarms him. You step up and dis- after he hits you and crits, you like... He rips Gormstorm out of his hand and it just collapses. It just clangs on the ground. All warped clangs. To the ground. <laughs> awesome. Oh, man. Uh, now it is Jimmer's turn. Jimmer! Jimmer, behind you to your right is Silvermane. In front of you is this black skeleton, the one remaining. Uh, to the right of him is a hungry pit. And then obviously you see Benric and Willamette locked in battle. Metra is up on the balcony. Uh, Bartholomew is trapped in this. Uh, blade barrier and the uh, the woman, his bride, is nowhere to be seen. All right, um, Jimmer is going to take a five foot step to his left so that he is adjacent to both uh, Benric and the other skeleton, mm-hmm. and he is going to unleash a full attack. With <laughs> this is going to be horrifying to behold <laughs> with uh, Terminus Est. His long sword. Terminus S. It's the end? Yes. Are you going for the black skeleton or Benric? Uh, He's going to go for the black skeleton first. Okay. Uh, And, yeah, first attack. Power attack on. uh, That is a 35 to hit. That is a hit. Badass. I have a feeling this is going to be pretty painful. Pretty, pretty. Uh, That is 26 points of damage. Okay. Uh, And you can see that, like... There's a skeleton. There's some DR there uh, as you're swinging through, but you still land a uh, powerful hit. All right, and second attack, natural twenty. Oh, what? What? Yes! Natural. I wondered if we were going to get a fan. <laughs> Critical. Uh, I mean, roll for the obvious confirm. All right, oh, and, that, and he also he has a critical focus, so it's an it's an additional plus four in his confirm roll. And that is a 30 to confirm. Yeah, it's a confirmed crit. Oh, and you know how many times like my. my bad guys have critical focus and I always forget about that plus yeah, four? Yeah, yeah. So clutch. It's huge. It really is huge. Um, what are we going to do? A fan critical on episode 200. we got to go episode 200 fan critical. Uh, this one from Jack in Northern Virginia. Okay. Wow. Right in the kisser. Your attack hits the target right in the mouth. Oh, normal damage. But... Normal damage and the target is staggered for 1d4 rounds. Uh, okay. 42 straight save out of the combat. makes it one round instead. Okay. So, so normal damage. All right. So that's 30 points of damage. Okay. And then you are staggered. So that means only one standard, or, which means your two-weapon fighting is out the fucking window. Yeah, yeah. Or uh, a move action. I got gotcha. you. Uh, fortitude save makes it one round. Otherwise, it's 1d4. And the fortitude round. save is against is his the confirm, comp, which so is DC 30. 30. So I have to roll a natural 20. I do not. So, so it's 1d4. 1d4 rounds. Grass, kid, please roll how many rounds he staggered. Uh, roll a 1d4 for sta- You hit him right in the face. Two rounds. In the face. <laughs> uh, bad news. Uh, he's still alive, though. He's okay. still alive, but he is staggered. Do you have another attack? I do. <laughs> uh, so seeing, sensing that his opponent, that he dealt his opponent a staggering blow, he's going to turn his attention to Bartholomew with his third attack. Oh, Natural 20! Oh, oh my god! god. He just Natural crit. 20! He just crit Benric! <laughs> Benric! Oh my god. So Will disarms him, he staggers back for a second, this undead creature, and then just 
Squabber! Yeah, so oh. turns, turns to his left and wham! And like it's the other guy. Natural 19 on the confirm. Oh my yeah. god. Well, well, what is the actual confirm? Just in case. Uh, the actual confirm is... Uh, 35. Yeah. Okay. That's a confirm. Yeah. This one from Sarah in South Carolina. Oh, and before, before you do that, uh, I am also going to enact uh, is a daily ability, once per day, deadly critical, uh, which is going to increase the, the, the crit modifier of my weapon by one. Are you kidding me? Yeah, so I'm going to do that. That's a triple damage really quadruple. What is it? Uh, it's double. It's triple. Oh, my God. I'm reading this. Uh... Okay, so it's, it's called Guard Break. Your target feebly attempts to block your blow with a weapon, shield, or armor. You may make an immediate free Sunder combat maneuver against the target's armor, weapon, or shield without provoking an attack of opportunity. If the piece of equipment becomes broken or worse after this damage is rolled, your attack continues right into the target's flesh, dealing triple damage, otherwise regular damage. So basically... You want to wow. roll a free Sunder maneuver. Okay. If it's successful against the CMD, you deal triple damage. Wow. Which for him will be, be quadruple. quadruple. Yeah, because it goes through the weapon and into right. the creature. You didn't say the names of these people that said these uh, No, I, I did right before he said it was oh. Sarah from South Carolina. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Sarah from South Carolina, guard break. That's cool. Okay. The enemy holds up this one blade that he has, and you fucking slice right through it. Can you do it? Uh, okay, so I rolled a 19. On the CMB. Total. Uh, yeah, total. And that's just straight up against my CMD. Yeah. yeah. So you send uh, it at times. Oh, my God. Oh, my. Yes! <laughs> okay. Henrik's CMD was 17. Okay. Uh, yeah. He's not. He hasn't had as many fighting years. Oh, that's right. It's, it's very sad. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. Okay, so. I forgot it's Benrick. He doesn't even have it. Yeah. yeah. God. So that is 104 points of damage. <laughs> Benrick had 27 hit points. <laughs> so, I mean, you you hit that skeleton twice. On the second hit, you hit him so fucking hard that he's just like, this undead skeleton. And then you just, in a flourish, turn and land a blow on Benrick that goes straight through his armor. And, Sir Will, you're standing right there. No! And you see Benrick just turn to dust. Oh, wow. Bone dust everywhere, like... You're coughing on the bone dust of what was of what was once your brother. Uh, fuck! God! Wow! Wow! That was that was a that was badass round. Good, I gotta say. <laughs> yeah, that worked out pretty hey, well. As a player, I gotta human, say, hey, loved human it. fighter is uh, not so bad. Huh? It's all right. Yeah, two crits. Two crits will do it. Uh, other, the skeleton. The skeleton still, still he's still in the field. Grand classic. Classic, Dana. Just trying to cheat, Dana. no matter what's going on. Silver Tusk, you're up. Uh, all right, Silver. Right Man. now, you're dealing with an invisible bride, uh, uh, some sort of awful uh, blood-covered woman, yeah. uh, half naked. Uh, you're dealing with a cleric of Urgothoa. Uh, you're dealing with a blackened skeleton that is staggered. One has been eaten by a hungry pit, and uh, Benric Keswick is dust. Uh, Boy, this shit. family is... It's a lot of trauma. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. Um, so Silvermane is... He was looking at the corpse bride. He was eyeing her up, but then she went invisible, and he knows it, it's so frustrating. It's right at the edge of his grasp. He can cast level seven spells. Oh my! True oh, wow. seeing. If he's not mute, mm. oh. but he's mute. Oh right, and unable to cast 
the true seeing spell. Right. Just yet. Gross. Oh, no. One more level. Gross. One more level. Oh, no. So, gross. so so frustrating. So what he's going to do is take his bow, and he's going to fire it three times at Bartholomew. Oh. Who's standing now? Uh, I'm sorry. Remind me. Grant, does your spell prevent that from happening? Is it like a stone wall or something? Uh, you uh, can't see through it, that's for sure. Oh, okay. The blade barrier is a a mobile vertical curtain of whirling blades shaped in pure force that springs into existence. How tall is it? 20, 20 feet. feet tall. Uh, okay, in that case, um, he is going to... He'll change his action to just trying to uh, take out the, uh, the creature that... Oh, uh, it provides cover so uh, against attacks made through it. So you can attack, but it's a plus four bonus to AC or plus two bonus on reflex saves to anything on the other side of it. Plus can you four shoot ranged at cover. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if it's plus four to your AC, deal with cover rules. Yeah, uh, yeah, I can do that. Okay. All right, so I'm going to try to, like, work my way through this because... There's, like, little holes. How good? Silvermane is... How much does he remember of his old self? Yeah. He, he's fantastically proficient with, with a bow. <laughs> but he still has to roll a fucking die. Uh, yep. God damn it. How many shots do you get? Uh, he's going to... Uh, he's got three shots. He's going to enact deadly aim. Okay. Okay. And he's also going to... And uh, his hawk is also with him, by the way. So the hawk just... His hawk familiar is going to uh, obviously help him out a little bit. But mainly, he's going to use an ability from his domain called Hawkeye, which gives him a bonus on ranged attacks. It's a oh. swift action. Oh, my God. For a full round plus seven. Oh, my his God. ranged attacks. Every is, attack. And he can do that seven... Nine times a day. That right. is insane. I, when I said, oh my God, I looked over at Joe's iPad and saw what his to hit is on, yeah. his, on his bow. Will you <laughs> that share is ridiculous. That is? Uh, uh, my fr- it's plus 26, plus 21, plus 16. Holy That's crap. why I don't mind your minus four. Wow. Or your plus four to okay. your AC. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, I should also say that I named his bow Moonshadow. Oh, After oh. Moss Moon. Moss Moon. my old buddy Moss Moon. Shadow. Shut the I'm fuck up. Shut up right Shadow. now. Stop. Stop. You know, I can't see him either. Stop. Love him. Stop. I made this fucking clear. Please stop. <laughs> I didn't know he was off limits. He is too. on the fucking list as well. <laughs> God Cats damn! In the cradle in the silver. Oh, stop! 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 Nick Nick Lowe, that's his favorite movie, Harold Lamont. I can't watch that fucking movie because of the soundtrack. He loves that movie. Anyway, he loves that movie. That's a great movie. Yeah, All right, on. Moon Shadow, what uh, do you got? Plus four to Bartholomew's AC. Thank you. A Here natural one is still a natural one. Natural 20. Oh! Oh, oh, oh my God! Oh, wow! My goodness. Oh, that's very, very nice. Oh, wow. my goodness. To confirm, uh, <laughs> that is a 40. That is a confirmed crit. <laughs> that that yeah. is a confirmed. <laughs> wow, the most crits we've had in ever. <laughs> I know this is insane. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Uh, all right, let's see. Ba-ba-ba-ba. I can't believe gonna, this. Here we go. This is Cole from Orlando, Florida. That's Cole. Ventilated. Oh. <laughs> Your projectile strikes with such sudden violence It passes violently through the target And leaves a gaping exit wound Double damage, which is triple damage Right right. 
and 1d6 bleed as the wound gushes from the wow. force of the blow. 1d6 bleed. That's so, awesome. Yeah. Oh, my God. This is so much fun. That's really nice. Uh, okay. So <laughs> that is... That is... Uh, 49 points of damage plus 1d6 bleed on the first attack. Uh, okay. He is unconscious and dying. Oh, yes! my God. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, he's not super powerful. He yeah. has 43 hit points. He's unconscious and dying. Uh, the bleed, uh, <laughs> it's possible the bleed could kill him. Yeah, it's 1d6. Wow. That's no joke. Okay. On his turn, uh, right? That's on his turn. All right, so Silvermane is then going to turn. He's, he goes down. He's, he hasn't moved yet. Second attack, he's going to fire it. So I should also say that uh, he's got favored enemies. So that was oh. with a favored enemy bonus against humans. Right. He also has favored enemy undead. Oh, shoot. So there's because this... Lork had favored enemy undead, too. Right. Right. Well, exactly. But yeah. Silvermane took it first. So his <laughs> highest right. bonus is against undead. And uh, there is an amazing feat called... Where is it? Shape-shifting hunter. Shape-shifting hunter feat allows you to stack druid levels with ranger levels for the purposes of favored enemy. Wow. And ranger levels with druid levels for the purposes of wild shape. Isn't that cool? Wow, cool. that's Really awesome. cool feat. Shape-shifting hunter. That's so cool. Uh, and so, yeah. So he will then turn his attention to the, the undead creature. And uh, that is going to be a 26 to hit. Uh, yeah, that is a hit. That is a hit. It's a hit, so that's nine. That's 27 points of damage. Dad turns to yes! <laughs> So all that and is... And he still has an attack, yeah. but there's no one left you to attack. Can't find I can't the bride. see her. Yeah. I can't see her, and that'll, so that'll end his round. Uh, okay. All right. Very good round. Well, no, Next. you could still attack the skeleton, the one that's been staggered. You just uh, killed it. I just killed it. Oh, you did? Oh, that was the... Oh, that's yeah. Right, yeah. And the other, and the one in the pit died, right? Yep. Yeah. The one in the so, pit died. So there's no targets except for the for uh, Debellus' sister. Yes. Uh, thank you again to Cole from Florida, because that was an awesome yes, one. Yes, that was yeah, really, really good. That was thank great. you. It is Metra's turn. Metra, you, can, you have another uh, save. You're allowed another save here to try and end this. If you fail this save... I want you to go down those stairs and start scooping Benric's ashes into your mouth. Jesus. That's what I want you to do. <gasps> 17. Oh, my God. It's DC 18, right? It's DC 18. Oh, oh my God. So that's oh. a no. natural three. Oh, Why? No. That's the second natural just, three I rolled. You go God. down and, like, right in oh. front of... Sir Willamette, who you just met, who who has some connection to your daughter, you like fall to your <laughs> knees and just start shoving the ashes oh, no. of his brother into yeah. your mouth. That's so bad. Sir Will is like starting to make sense. Della now it's starting to make yeah, sense. Yeah, <laughs> like mother, like daughter. So that's my turn. Obviously, I'm taking. Oh my god, dude. I'm taking some liberties with the with the flavor of the spell, but it's not too Wait, far yeah, off. It's we, called. We, we read the text. The spell. Ghoul again? hunger. Well, you eat. Uh, a, a nearby helpless or dead humanoid creature. I mean, uh, Benric is helmle- uh, helpless. I'm sorry, uh, Bartholomew is helpless. It, that would take an extraordinary action because they have to she pass has through to, the blade. She just has to walk through the. So if you go through it, you take a lot of damage. Is that she wouldn't do it because it's an extraordinary measure in order yeah. to. Benric is Benric's I'm, I'm actions are right there. Damage. Yeah. 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 If I mean, Willamette was down, I would you know I would definitely end this flesh there. I would have you go for Willamette, but instead you just start scooping Benric. I love the idea of them being mom. so hungry. How long does this last? 
How long does this last? Excellent question. It's called Ghoul Hunger, by the way. One round per level. It's going to last a little bit. But uh, you got to save every round. You got to save every round to to end it. Uh, I'll use a different die next time. It is Bartholomew's <laughs> turn. He's going to roll to try and stabilize, and he's going to take bleed. He fails the stabilize check. Well, he takes the bleed before he even tries. So Fair enough. The bleed is three points. Three points of bleed. Okay. Uh, and he fails. So he takes another point. Right. Okay, and so how much damage did you say? It was 49, right? 49. Uh, he failed his check. Uh, he takes the, another three, failed his check, another one. Okay, let me just make sure here. He is actually uh, still still breathing. He's not permanently dead. Okay. Uh, it is her turn. Bride. The bride. The beautiful bride. Perhaps Always she hitched her wagon to the wrong star. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Bartholomew is the prince that was promised, right? It's that Whoa. kind of thing. Right? Not quite. No. Nope. Not Bartholomew. As a high reborn. Alright. Let me see what I want to do here. She's got so much going on. Um, who is downstage uh, right here? Is Metro. that. That's no, no. Uh, I think that is Adriel. Yes, the one that's closest to Bartholomew. Correct. Yes. That is Adriel. Okay, Adriel. All of a sudden, you feel a presence on you, and she just appears next to you and <laughs> oh, no. just oh my God. reaches oh. out to try and grab you, and so she goes to just do a straight up CMB against your CMD. Uh, 26. Uh, it is not a human, it's not a giant, but, uh, 26 is exactly my scene. Oh, no. Wow, what so a she roll just, of valley, she you just, son of a bitch. <laughs> just appears and just, <laughs> like, bites on your neck, and you take two points of con damage. Ooh. Oh, that's Ooh. nasty. That's, that's, that's not good. Uh, constitution damage, she just, uh, it's, it's called blood drain. The creature drains blood at the end of its turn if it grapples a foe, dealing con damage. So she is now visible, and she is just draining the life from you, and you think, like, maybe this is what she did to keep herself going yeah. with Bartholomew as well. Maybe that's why he was so sickly pale. And Didn't have a lot of hit points. Looked mm. barely alive. She was feeding off of oh. him. It is Adriel's turn. You are grappled by this horrible, horrible creature. She's still invisible? No, she reappeared. Yeah, she, oh, she reappeared. Did. Okay. Yeah, it right. was not uh, Sorry. greater invisibility. Okay. Adriel's left with no choice. Adriel has to take a five-foot step backwards. He can't. Grappled. Oh, I'm grappled. Yeah, you're grappled. Oh, shit. You really have no choice. Yeah, I have no <laughs> choice. Uh, I'm trying to think what I can do still. Uh, while I'm grappled, can I attack with just a... It has to be a small weapon for grapple. I forget grapple. It just has to be one-handed. One-handed? just has to be one-handed. As long as the uh, weapon is Well, wrong. you know what's going to happen instead? And yes, my weapon was drawn. Adriel's going to take a swift action to start the round. Okay. Swifty! Close his eyes. And open them with a brand new flame that you've never seen before, and he is going to erupt in a ten-foot cone. Flaming shards of rock erupt from my body, and this evil anime villain takes 6d6 reflex half points of damage. Fire damage? Uh, yes. Wait, are you casting a spell? Yeah. So you have to roll, because you're grabbing. Combat casting? Yeah, you get if you have combat casting, you get your bonus. So it's a concentration check, and it's the the 
grappler CMB B plus grappled or pinned while casting is 10 plus the grappler CMD plus the spell level. Yeah, so what is the spell level? I will tell you in one second. Oh, no, no, no. You know, this is a 13th level character. I feel like I'm hopping in a Ferrari on my 15th birthday to take my progress <laughs> lesson. So I apologize, but it's supernatural. So uh, That shit just happens. Yeah, it just happens. as a swift action. It's pretty dope. And it's half fire, half bludgeoning, reflex to half. DC 21 reflex save. Oh, wow. Natty 19. Got the reflex. Oh, All right, so you seven. are going to get half of this sweet, sweet action. Got to add them oh, up. Oh, some nasty God. stuff in oh. there. <laughs> I've never seen so many sixes. 20, wow. <laughs> 23 points of damage. Uh, so that's half to uh, 11. Okay. Um, so that's just a swift action. It's a pretty good start. I'm going to pretty use. Pretty good swifty. Not bad. A weapon of really strange make. I kind of mentioned it last episode. The weapon's called Dragon's Tooth. It's time to take a big old swing. Oh, oh wow. Bad okay. Oh, boy. Girl. Okay. Here we go. We both have the grappled condition. Oh. It's going to be a mess. It's a... Uh, 18 to hit. 18 misses. She oh, is... She's pretty beefy. She, there's, like, only pieces of of her, so it's, it's right. very hard to hit. Right, right. I get uh, it. We're moving into a new round. It is... Sir Willamette Keswick's turn. You just saw a couple of things. Oh, my God. It's so horrible. <laughs> a couple of things just I can't happened. even begin. You see this warrior, who I don't even know if you've exchanged names with. No. Destroy what was once your brother. And you know that that's no longer your brother. You know that Bartholomew did something to him that took that all away. And then Della's mom came down and ate his and ashes. Ate him. <laughs> and ate him. God, you're I'm, so awful. I'm honestly, Guess who's coming to dinner? Uh, <laughs> I'm honestly not even... Saves gonna, up for me. <laughs> I'm not even going to pretend that he could uh, have any sort of reasonable reaction at this point. So can we just say he takes a round off? He, he holds while he uh, fucking... Uh, 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 <laughs> Like, like so horrified uh, by the events unfolding. Yeah. Uh, well, it's Jimmer's turn. Jimmer, what do you want to go? It looks like there's only one active combatant left. She has grappled uh, the uh, the Ashpeak Oracle and is just like draining him of blood. He exploded, erupted uh, into flames, but you can see that like she's still kicking pretty decently. Okay, um, and it's so, difficult terrain around her too. If you try to approach, just FYI. Okay, it, why? Because it's Those part of shards. the ability. The shards that came out of me created difficult terrain. Okay, uh, um, well, so fucking sucks. He has twenty feet of movement. He's gonna try. He's gonna get as close as he can with one move action uh, uh, to her. Okay, so he's not gonna get there. Uh, he won't get there either way. He but. Um, but he starts making his way. Yeah, he starts making his way, and he's going to try to antagonize her. Okay. And uh, he says, that, Lady, your brain cavity wouldn't make a drinking cup for a canary. And uh, <laughs> so that's an intimidate check. There we go. That's a 35. You antagonize her. Yeah. Oh, okay. So is she great. shaken? 
No, no, not Stirred? not with this. Uh, she basically has to attack me or use you know the, either ranged or melee attack or she has to center an offensive spell on me on her next turn. Wow, oh, pretty dope. Yeah. I love it. Wow, pretty this is amazing. Spe- or there's a barbarian thing. It's like come get me. Yeah, and oh, a, oh yeah. And there's an actual spell that you can cast to like draw the attention of someone. But this is a just straight up fight or antagonize. Yeah, antagonize. Yeah, very cool. Wow, yeah. that that changes my plans. Yeah. Okay, all right. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Silver Tusk. Uh, Silver Tusk is going to... uh, That's awesome. He's going to size up the situation. (laughs) I mean, he sees what this corpse bride just did to uh, Adrian. Adrian? Adrian. Mm -hmm. Adrian. And then the antagonize obviously has an effect, right? Like, you see her, she's like chomping on him and and then looks right at Jimmer. <laughs> and and uh, so now I hate her. I hate her. I hate her. Uh, so S- Silvermane is going to then move up right next to Jimmer. Yep. For his action, and he reaches out silently, touches Jimmer. Jimmer probably doesn't know what happened, but something happened. That's it. He didn't. He okay. doesn't hear anything. He just feels a gentle touch on his bottom. No. Well. <laughs> okay. All right. You got goosed. You got goosed. Oh. Metro. And uh, and something happens. So we'll see. Metro, I'm going to need you right. to roll a will save. Okay. Uh, that should do it. 24. 24. <laughs> you have whatever happened. You're like, <laughs> he's coughing up smoke. Okay. Uh, um, what do you do? Metra is going to move back upstairs. Okay. <laughs> back upstairs. <laughs> and... Uh, Got a weird taste in your mouth. Uh, she's she's pretty horrified by this, but yeah. uh, you know we'll worry about that later. Uh, and I am going to uh, I'm going to cast disintegrate on you. There you go. Disintegrate. That's, a, that's and good. And I'm going to throw in this bottle cap. Oh, oh the new bottle cap. No. All right. So it's a ranged touch attack. All right, and you are 13th level, so you're going to get a plus uh, six to this. All right. Okay, that's a 22 against touch AC. That is a hit. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't matter. If so you're what level spell is this? It's a six level spell. You're going to take 26 d6 points of damage. All right. Wait. 26 d6. But there's a fortitude save. If it kills it. Right? No. No. There's like no. No. There. There's a. There. Any creature reduces zero or, or fewer hit points by a spell is entirely disintegrated. A disintegrated. Blah 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 blah. blah. No. There's there's a. Uh, there's, there's a creature. Oh, right, yeah, a creature ob- save. Oh, yeah. You get another fortune save. You yeah, get yeah. a fortune save. Go okay. Ahead. Is this a death effect? Yes. No? No. No. No, no it's not. No. Just no, it's walking not. through everything. It's, it's transmuted. You, you, you get a fortitude right, so save. Right, so right now, we're just talking about fortitude save. Yeah. We're just talking about practice? <laughs> <sighs> that was cracked. Okay. 27. All right. You got it. So, so it's 5d6. Yeah, 5d6. So you take 18 points of damage. Okay. That's my turn. Oh, so if I fail the fortitude save, it goes from 5d6 to 26 26 d6? Yeah. Let's just see what it would have been. Yeah, if I fail of it. Just to see what would have happened. <laughs> Matthew is... That would have been 88 points of damage. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's, that is a, uh, a big difference. Yeah, yeah. it is. <laughs> number-wise. Uh, Bartholomew but is... But only number-wise. Only number-wise. Hold on. Bartholomew is... 
taking one fucking point of bleed. One bleed Ugh. and uh, natural three still cannot. So he so takes another point. two points of damage. But he's still uh, technically uh, alive. He's not permanently dead yet. Okay. Um, oh God, he's just bleeding out and can't stabilize. <laughs> yeah. What a shitty leader he would have been. Yeah. Uh, it is her turn. She lets go of Adriel. Sets her sights on Jimmer. And Cass dominate person. Oh, oh, oh my god. No, 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 no. So bad. Holy fucking oh, shit, that's awful. <laughs> oh, I did not see that coming. I am going to need you to roll a will save. Okay, so I have the secret keeper trait. Oh, uh, so that, gives me, that gives me an additional plus one on my will save against dominate effects. Wow. You've got a so, little bit of everything this character. Yeah, yeah. It's, hey, it's, hey, Troy, fighters are pretty good. <laughs> Don't give Skid the keys to a new character <laughs> castle. Okay. That is a 23. DC 20. Oh, yes! Yes! You are not dominated. Oh. He would have killed us If us he was all. dominated, I was going to have her just have him just wipe you out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh hell no! Get Shit. out of my head, lady! Uh, uh, all right, so you free- ain't dominating me tonight. Free release of uh, of Adriel. Cast the spell. Doesn't that provoke an attack of opportunity? Uh, I would have had to roll concentration to make sure Adriel doesn't. Uh, Natty eighteen. Uh, I'm sure I wouldn't have provoked. However, I am going to move away from Adriel, which will provoke. I'm going to take uh, twenty feet step back. All right, let's uh, let's go. see if Adriel can come. She's through. flying, right? Nope, she's just walking. She showed up in, invisible there. 17 to hit. Wah, wah, 17 wah, does not wah. hit. And you're no longer grappled, so make sure you take yep. that off I... your sheet. It is Adriel's turn. You are now 20 feet away from this woman. She is the final combatant left here. You know Willamette, certainly, and now all of you know, although you may not understand the full implications, that this woman has helped to poison the mind of this man that has led to the fall of Highbury. Now, you can make Adriel do a check on this if you like, but considering I was just grappled by this creature, did I get a sense that she had bones? Interesting. Uh, yeah. Yeah, she has bones. Oh, she has bones? Oh. Then Adriel reaches hand out and kind of use his fingers like a marionette oh. and crunch down with a bone shatter. Yeah. What? what? If you have uh, spell resistance, uh, it spell resistance applies. I do not. All right, then it is a DC 20 fortitude save. DC 20 fortitude save. 50% chance. 21. Oh, dang it. All right. <laughs> dang it. Let me, just, let me just roll it for you. Okay. Still takes 22 points of damage. That's pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. And your creature is fatigued. Ooh. That's uh, really good. That's Man, on a fail, that's really, really yeah. good. Yeah, it's not <laughs> Changes her numbers uh, significantly. Not Batarooni. We're going to a new round. Willamette. Uh, the... I didn't say I was done. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh. I'm going to walk right up in her business. And I'm going to erupt again. Oh, yes. Another swift action. So you can do that multiple times per day. Absolutely. I can. Reflex save. Uh, Made the reflex save. 26. Yeah, 21 is the reflex save. So allow me to. Crazy saves. I want to build a character with her saves. All right. uh, That is. 
10 points of damage. Ooh. Half fire, half bludgeoning, if that matters. Okay, so it was 20 and you made it 10? It was 21 and I made it 10. Okay, all right. Oh, boy. All right, good round for Adriel. Not, Adriel bad. Can, Not bad at all. Adriel can take your business. Two shabs. It's yeah. Wilma Keswick's turn. Uh, the woman that ate your brother's ashes has now taken off. Oh, she God. said she was Della's mom, but you assume she's She's just upstairs. So you're going to go after her, Metro? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you should. Just fight her with your bare fists. She's going to punch Metro in the butt. Right in the butt. <laughs> right, in the, right in the butt. Right in the butt. Uh, right no. In the uh, <laughs> Will is... Jeez. Uh, There's nothing he can do. Um, he's going to... only to, Lexington were here. Oh. I need to think about... Fucking Lexington. Where? What? Oh, where is? Where is he? They probably killed fucking Lexington. I, I thought of Lexington. Oh, I'm oh, sure you did when right. you killed him. You were probably in your apartment <laughs> alone, and you were like, and then he cut his throat. <laughs> and he watched the blood run all over his head, and you got all excited. Don't be. Don't lie. I I'm thought not, you uh, noticed there's a uh, there's a new rug on the floor. <laughs> oh no! Oh, come on! Oh, it's Will's skin. Uh, uh, Sir Will, uh, having no real objective quite here with uh, being able to fight these guys, is gonna he's gonna try to he's gonna wide walk around uh, to the outer part of the uh, combat and and just on the outside of this the the wall of blades mm-hmm. that was cast around Bartholomew. And he's okay. gonna stand just outside the wall of blades, looking. At Bartholomew's dying body, and he's torn between wanting him to die and wanting to talk to him one last time. Um, As the blades whip by your face, exactly. He's yeah. just standing just on the other side of the blades. Ugh. Get a close shave. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, this is a big round here. Before it gets to her, you guys know that she has significant power. She's been dropping some pretty big spells here, so got to make a count. Jimmer, you are up. Um, so I still don't have enough movement to close, right? Because... Because of that blades thing, like, if that blades thing wasn't there, you could charge on her. Right. Um, but if you... You can only move 20 feet, right? 5, 10, 15, 20. If you roll a reflex save to avoid... Can you stand in the point where those blades are? Because if so... Reflex for half damage. Alright, so you could get in the space right next to her to be able to attack once but you would take some damage from these blades right here. I'm going to point it on the map. Okay. Okay. I feel like uh, after traveling for weeks, you might even know the DC of that reflex. Yeah, save. yeah. Yeah, we probably have shared a lot of information. I'm pretty good all at all your area. <laughs> uh, if you had to quantify the difficulty. <laughs> uh, all right, so, yeah, he's going to do exactly that. He's going to step into that space and try to do a reflex save. Uh, to keep from being too badly hurt. That is a 19. That is no good. Okay. No bueno. All right. So you're getting chopped away. Grant will roll that damage. In the meantime, you do get an attack on her. All right. I'm going to take my single attack, uh, power attack on this person. Uh, that is a 34 to hit. That is a hit. Okay. And I was waiting for that other natural 20. Oh. 23 points of damage. Okay, 23, 23. And uh, how many points of damage does Jimmer take from the blade barrier? Aye, 49. Oh, my oh. lord. Tis but a scratch. <laughs> for old Jimmer, that's for nothing. Old Jimmer nothing. for death. That's uh, nothing. Silver Mane, Silver Tusk, you are up. They are up in her business. You saw Jimmer just walk into a blade barrier. Yeah. 
Something that would take Silver half of your Man, hit points in a heartbeat. Silvermane, standing in the back, completely silent, is lo- looking at her. And imagine the blade barrier that's tearing around uh, the body of Bartholomew. Those sort of blades are in his eyes, looking at this woman. This undead creature that is clearly, in some way, connected to Brander in his eyes, right? Like, you must know of Brander. You must be working with Brander. He's going to stare uh, daggers at her and focus on every single thing she is doing and about to do. And is going to ready an action. So he holds to... And he doesn't hold, he readies an action. Okay. 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 All right. Gives me pause. Uh, Metro, you're up. You're on the balcony. You got dust in your mouth. What are you going to do? Metro's going to cast Scorching Ray. There you go. Ooh. Uh, first ray is a 22 against touch. That is a hit. Let's all roll all three rays. Yeah, yeah. Uh, second ray is a uh, 16 against touch. Also a hit. Nice. And the third ray is uh, almost certainly a miss, a 12 against touch. That is a miss. Okay, yes. so, two so two scorching rays. rays. How many damage are those rays doing at this level? The well, It's always the same, so actually. You just right? get more, more rays. Yes, ah. it's 46 uh, per hit. Okay, so 8d6 damage, not yeah. to shabs. No save. Uh, 22 points of damage. Nice. Fire damage. Okay, all right. I'll tell you what. You guys are chipping away here. And Metro's going to charge down the, the balcony to kind of get like over on top of her. She'll take a move action down the balcony. Uh, it's Bartholomew Keswick's turn. He roll the bleed damage. Oh, he yeah. Fa- a natural five failed. Nice. Wow. Oh, another one point. Come on. Oh, come on. Just uh, kill this guy already. Man, this guy's son of a bitch. Hang on. Right, so only one point. So, yeah, still. That's, that is so. <laughs> one D6 I mean, bleed is usually he's... brutal. Yeah, yeah. That's horrible. <laughs> that could have been 12 points. <laughs> it was yeah. two. It would have been dead yeah. rounds. That was ago. like rolling snake eyes. Uh, yeah. It is her turn. Okay. So, you did something there. I mean, she doesn't know that. Uh, so, she is going to do something. She's going to uh, reach out and touch one of the three of you. It's Jimmer. She can't reach me. I'm up top. Oh, you're up top. You were just... It just looks on the map like you're right there. So either Jimmer or Adriel. Uh, I'll roll a d4. One, two, Jimmer. Three, four, Adriel. Four, Adriel. Oh, boy. She reaches out and attempts to cast a touch spell on you, so that's going to be a melee touch attack. What do you do? Silver I counter cast. the spell. Oh, oh baller. Alright, do you know the rules of counter spell? Nope. <laughs> I've read them ten times, and I have no idea what they are. <laughs> uh, I'm not exactly. Now's the time to try it. It's only 138. It's so brutally difficult, but basically... Uh, I, I, I think I kind of get it. So I believe that now n- a normal counter spell is you have to do a spell craft check to identify the spell, et cetera, et cetera. But I'm not trying to cast the same sp- to counter it with the same spell. Okay, I'm just casting dispel magic greater on her spell as she casts it. Okay, so it's so, kind of like uh, just readying dispel magic greater. Yeah, exactly. It's not really all the I did true was all, y- y- it, it correct. But uh, when you use Dispel Magic, it, it is cast just, you know, against the caster. So um, I, I, I'm trying to read, like, how it works, but I can't quite figure it out. So I, I think the best 
Um, Don't worry about the whole idea of a counterspell. Yeah, Just worry I, I, about I think the, the spell best magic. way. I think the best way to do it would be eleven plus the caster level of your spell, and I would roll my caster level against that. So a counterspell when you have the spell is instant. There's no roll. You succeed. Mm-hmm. But when you're dispelling ma- when you're using dispel magic against some other spell, you still have to roll a check. So the check is going to be my caster level against your caster level, but you get a plus eleven bonus over me, mm-hmm. essentially. Hmm. Okay. Uh, so eleven plus her caster level. That's all it is. Eleven plus her caster level is the DC that you have to roll. Yes, that I have to hit, but I get a plus four because of greater dispel magic. That's that. That's the only difference. Okay. Um, roll. 28. You made it. Yeah. Oh, oh man. That was a 10. That's ten, really ten on the die. That's good news because <laughs> if you had failed, that would mean she's like a 17th level caster. Yeah, exactly. I was very we concerned. just turn our weapons on ourselves. But she's, yeah, Silvermane just silently in the background. <laughs> Nobody can hear anything. Just working his hands. She was going to cast Sands of Time. Oh, oh, oh God. I know that spell. spell. That, that is, is a awesome. great oh. spell. Just immediately age Adriel. Yeah, like, that's from well, how old are you like what are you 70 70 you'd be a, you know middle aged old man like your strength your dex your con would all go down and <laughs> that's like, start withering yeah, in front of us that's like a Indiana Jones last crusade type yes effect. exactly yeah. but uh, he just he knows these kind of evil people what they're trying to do he waits on it and then just shoo, stops yeah. it from happening so hell yeah so she goes to cast that she knows that you're the one that stopped her to do it. Yeah. And she just looks at you. Oh, man. <laughs> and bows her head ever so slightly and takes a five-foot step back. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, it is Adriel's turn. Holy freaking <laughs> amoly. Uh, better kill her. Uh, it's, it's time to try it. Let's try it out. It's time to cast... One of my favorite spell names ever after Sands of Time is a pretty good one. Sands of Time's a good one. This one is called Contagious Flame. Oh, Ooh. Okay. Uh, so that I'm sounds real good. Going yeah. to fire three rays. We'll talk about what they do after I start by rolling uh, some ranged touch attacks. The first attack is a 21 t- uh, touch. That is a hit. Nice. Oh, nice. Okay. Uh, Should have taken that five foot zip. Um, The first ray Does 12 points of fire damage Okay The second ray The Seren ray Yes (laughs) 26 Oh yeah (laughs) Yeah. Uh, That'll do 16 points of fire damage Okay The third ray uh, Will be a 15 against touch AC Ray Liotta Her touch AC is 15 Yes! Oh my god! Uh, 14 points of damage. A lot of rays. You excited? A lot of rays in this combat. Uh, okay. And then finally, oh. in a desperate gambit, oh, man. Adriel charges at her, not for the charge effect, but just in order to get... Ro- oh, but it's a 10-foot radius. How can I do this? Yeah. Oh, this is rough. What was that? Uh, that just is three. Oh. It's it's a three race thing. It's similar but to it, what Matthew Castro. It's called contagious it's flame. A standard act. It's a spell. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, I'll stay on my ground then. That's the end of my turn. 
It's a hell of a turn. That's a pretty good turn. Pretty I, don't good know, goddamn I don't know turn. what else you could do that turn. Oh, yeah, man. a really, really good <laughs> you turn. You really shouldn't that's be a, bummed out by that yeah, turn. Yeah, that's a really good turn. Yeah. You're really beating yourself up, uh, Grant. Grant's used to like 70 points of damage yeah. in one shot. <laughs> when he does less than 120 in a round, he's really bummed out. You've ruined out. the game for yourself. The thing I want to do is dispel the blade barrier so that it no longer threatens. It's a standard action. It's a standard action, yeah. 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 Can't well, do it. I hear you, I hear you but uh, don't be don't be upset with yourself. You done good. Goes to the next round. It's Willamette Keswick's turn. I mean, you got nothing, man. You're stay alive. Yeah, no, he's just standing there, slowly breathing, looking at the body of Bartholomew through the blades. <laughs> just watching, like oh, I love I, picturing that. Can you just see it? Seeing his face like through the blades, like worrying, like to seeing the, the that look and on his face. You can still see, like <gasps> yeah. And I gotta say, and I gotta still say, breathing. He, he has other plans in mind beyond just. W- Bartholomew's body. This is preventing him from something else, which I'll reveal mm. once these blades are down. Interesting. It's Jimmer's turn. Jimmer is going to step up and uh, oh yeah, he's he going to do a, f- a five foot step to a full oh. attack. Oh boy, oh, yeah, right out of the blades. Go. Yep, straight into her business. Yep. <laughs> okay. full Good attack. night, nurse. All right, <laughs> oh Jimmer, She's uh, still power attack is still on. Uh, first roll is a five, but I am going to use my reliable strike ability. He's got every ability. The, uh, oh, dude, to just roll, level to re-roll, to re-roll an attack damage roll. It's an eight. Uh, I bet but you that's, still uh, that's a twenty-nine. That's a hit. Okay. Yeah, she, she's got a good AC though. Oh, she does. Yeah, uh, thirty points of damage. Okay, still alive. Okay, wow, she's uh, no joke. Second Healing. attack. Second attack. Uh, that is a 29 again. That's a hit. All right. And that is 26 points of damage. Okay, still alive. Okay. Oh, my God. Last one. You built a badass. Third attack. Yeah, for this she's, she's the boss. Uh, that is a 26. AC 25. Yes! <laughs> 25 points of damage. So that last shot just, just cuts through her, and you just hit. Yeah! <laughs> And she crumbles. Yeah! Hell, who's laughing now? Who's laughing now? Ain't nothing funny about that, is there? Uh, Her next move was gaseous form and get out of there. Oh! Oh. I should have waited for my dispel for that round. Wow. Oh, Oh, yeah, totally, yeah. It goes to Silverman. Uh, There's no other combatants, right, besides Bartholomew down? Uh... You know what? He's just going to... He also has Dispel Magic prepared. Okay. So he's just going to, like, try to wave a hand and just woof, dispel the blades. Okay. So uh, you're 13th level? Correct. Caster, so DC 24. DC 24. Uh, and he makes it. Nice. So the he just barrier. washes a hand and he wipes away the blades. Do you move it all? Uh, and he starts walking. Metra. So it's 20 feet. Uh, Metra just starts trying to... Dig the dust out of her mouth. Roll his blade damage, Bartholomew. Five. Five. He stabilizes, but five permanently kills him. He had two hit points left. Oh, my God. I mean, two till permadeath. Wow. So the blade barrier goes down, and just you see him go... (gasps) (gasps) Yeah. The Keswick line has ended. Oh my god. 
and the battle ends. Sir Will looks at his body just for a moment and then just furious walks past it up the stairs to where he was sitting as we walked into this room and just works with all of his effort. You tell me if it's successful or not to rip down the corrupted banner behind the chair, the, the fly yeah, in that room. It's like room. it's a wooden plaque. He pulls it. He just it. rips it down. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Now that he's uh, like up on his tippy toes. Yeah. To now that Ariel is, is, uh, uh, Adrian, what's your name? Adriel. Adriel has given him back his strength. <laughs> rips that mm-hmm. uh, banner down. Turns around, looks down at everybody. I'm sorry for what has happened here. I thank you all for your bravery in facing this awfulness. My mother has escaped to where I do not know, but we must flee this place before the before the armies of Highbury try to take this room again under false pretenses. I do not trust myself to take their loyalty. They won't. They will not simply look at me and believe that this place is in the rightful hands. So, son, you don't think they'd follow you after uh, both these two are dead? Well, I I don't know that they know it yet, and I wouldn't risk any of your lives. That's all I. That's all I'm saying. We did not come here alone. The Knights of Ozum are still loyal to you and your family. And they're here as well. The Knights of Ozum are here. Yes. Hell see, yeah, they are. See his eyes light up. We can hear them now. <laughs> Will runs to the door. Like <laughs> the throne room <laughs> door that you yeah, were saying at the front where the red carpet is. You're running, and as you're running, it's... Like someone's trying to batter it down. All of a sudden, the, the door splinters and batters open. And like a dozen Knights of Ozum. Yes! Yes! Calrian like comes oh, through. Oh, I yeah. love it. But the look on her face is not one oh, of yeah. like uh, joy. She sees you, Willamette, and she sees that you have obviously your group has defeated, but like she's just like, and all the knights are covered in blood. Yeah. She's like, is your mission. Is your mission complete? Yes. We we have defeated my brother. His bride was an awful creature, and she has been defeated thanks to these people. And he turns, obviously, and points at the four of them. Oh, hell. Weren't nothing. <laughs> weren't nothing. I love it. Metro spits, spits, out, spits out dust. Oh, weren't nothing. <laughs> uh, she's like, I, come with me. And she brings you to the door of looking out past the, the throne room door, and you just see a battlefield of the Knights of Ozum still fighting, and they're just fighting hordes of undead. Oh, my God. What? That keep oh falling, and then, like, will rise up again to fight. And as far as you can see, almost all of them are wearing the sigils of Highbury, Scraped out with oh, the death's head fly no, drawn Jesus. over it. She's like, Your brother and his bride, though they are dead, 
The damage is done. Seems as if they've murdered the entire court and raised them again as an undead army. This Urgathoa worship. Highbury has fallen. There is no saving it. No. Highbury must not, must not fall. It's over. And you look out and you see like Sure, if another group were to come charging in, if Gandalf was to just fucking appear and make it work, like, there would be a way, but, like, they just, the undead keep falling, and then minutes later you'll see them rise up again to fight. It's like, I can't imagine if this worship has spread elsewhere what we are facing. We've staved off the battle for now, but we must flee. So we'll... You must leave Highbury behind. Oh, fuck. Uh, Silvermane will, on the chalkboard, just write to Calrian and hold it out to her. Flee. The bassist from Red Hot Chili Peppers? I don't understand. <laughs> no. Use your words. Uh, he raises the A. He writes no. another E. Oh, run. Yes, yes. Yes, no, yes. <laughs> yes we should run. Yes. Yes, I, that's, that is that we should, Yes. We can get out of here. We must move quickly. Are you ready? She looks to all of you. And you just, like, run out there and imagine, like, slow motion, just, like, <sighs> hacking against undead, like, and the Knights of Ozum are backing you up, and you're all working in unison to fight these undead, carving away out from Highbury, which is now lost. Highbury has fallen. Highbury has fallen. Emmett's dead. Frederick, the oldest brother, dead. Dead. Bartholomew. Bartholomew, dead. dead. Benric, Benric, dead. Benric, dead. The line is dead. All the true-born sons. All the true Willamette. Except Sir Willamette. The sole living heir. And perhaps Sophia still lives. Yeah, she got away. She fled. Yes. And Sophia. Guys, just. We will find you. You're fighting through this. And then that scene fades out. And we come back to Minderhall's Cathedral. What? Oh, shit. Oh, shit. I remember that now. Farron, Ralphio, the giants, and other various humanoids that have started to congregate here to rebuild Minderhall's Cathedral all are just frozen. Like Farron oh, said, right. something wrong. wrong. But Baron, Pembroke, Feyraza, and Dalgrith appear to be <gasps> unaffected. <laughs> oh. The doors open up. And a figure clad all in black. Oh my God. A hood up over its face slowly walks up the steps into the cathedral. Head bowed, can't see the person's face, but you know that voice. (laughs) My old friends, some knew, tilts his head at Dalgrith. 
I understand you have a monumental battle on the horizon. Skirkatla has lived for a long, long time, but I feel as if some of you may have the power to defeat her. <laughs> Everyone wants to live forever. But I personally always found undeath so uncouth. <laughs> I thought you were going to say so uncool. Uncool. <laughs> it's just lame. <laughs> it's just <laughs> shitty. It's <laughs> just kind of shitty. What good is eternal life if you're not there to enjoy it? <laughs> there mentally. There spiritually there fully physically I've spent the greater part of my life consuming bits and pieces of relics using the world's greatest artifacts to my advantage capturing the life forces of those who are destined for greatness and through all of these things, I have found the path to escaping time itself. Securing the essence of an object is quite simple. Acquire it, or have others acquire it for you, as your party has done quite masterfully for me thus far, looks to Baron do that and its power is yours with living beings it's much more involved the difficulty lies in choosing the perfect time he raises his hands up and you see this just pale skin kind of sneak out from behind the robe it's like harvesting fruit from a tree you have to know just when it's ripe enough. Young Galabras was ready at the dam. His mind full of burgeoning knowledge, obviously, but also full of not only innocence, but hope. Qualities that perished in me long, long ago. Della, who perished right here, in this cathedral spent her life standing at the precipice of light and dark and right when she got pushed to the edge of darkness she fell she can no longer work for me you can what I tell you this though she has already done more in death than she could have ever done in her long, long life. I fucking knew it. Brander just keeps walking forward, I and as he does it. so, he slowly undoes the clasp of his robe and removes his cowl. The robe falls to the ground to reveal an abomination of a body. <gasps> you know, back... When that fight went down, some of you saw when he struck Agrimosh. Did he away? 
Or no, back in the cathedral. Yeah, back in the cathedral, right here. You saw when he struck Agrimash against a pendant on his chest, a chest that looked as if it had armor growing from underneath the skin. You now see a body made up of not only that strange carapace, but also, like, patchwork bits and pieces of white, almost translucent skin. This fucking guy. Going all the way up to his face, which smiles from beneath a shock of blue hair. A face almost perfectly stitched down the middle that is half his and half Della's. What the fuck? You gotta be kidding me. God. We'll see you next time. Holy shit! I fucking knew you were doing that oh shit! Oh my god! Lunatic! Oh my god. I'm so sad. Oh, that's horrifying. I'm not having fun anymore. <laughs> that's not fun! I'm just sad all the time. Sight of what's fun! <laughs> I'm just awful! Lost sight of what's fun! I'm just sad all the time. The Glass Cannon Podcast is a Glass Cannon Network production and is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Giant Slayer is copyright 2015. Giant Slayer and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission. In the darkness, you hear the sound of heavy breathing, panting, followed intermittently by the sound of loud thumps. It's like, in a flash, lights come up on a body running away from us, a massive back, legs the size of tree trunks, working hard to run away from something or someone. The creature turns back to look behind at whatever is after it, and we see that it's a frost giant, a large horned helm upon its head, a thick beard still crusted with ice. As we start to see the body more clearly, we notice that he has a dozen or so arrows sticking out of him. Several in his back, the backs of his legs, where his shoulder joint meets his upper back muscles, and he's just doing everything he can to just keep fighting. Suddenly, a sound rings out, another... An arrow catches the giant right in its mid-back, so deep it may have very well punctured a lung from behind. And the giant just... Collapses gurgling and wheezing his last breaths as he lays on the ground. (laughs) Other than those sounds, for a moment, the forest is otherwise completely still and silent. You son of a bitch! (laughs) Nestor Coin emerges from the forest, walks up to the giant, looks at him for a second, studies him, 
and then reaches his hand into a bag tied around its belt, pulls out coins and other sundries that may catch a nice penny. But then he pulls out a strange chunk of something, maybe a weapon, maybe a a magical item. It looks completely battered and destroyed. But he runs his hands over a word etched in the metal. Just says Della. Picks it up, and he looks at looks it over. So, always knew I'd see you again, my love. And the giant is still wheezing, gurgling its last, trying to crawl away. Nestor like places his boot right in its back, and looks down at him. Giants. It's like me old dad used to say, they love to run, but they're too big to hide. And Nestor levels the gun, takes it in his hand, levels it right at the dying giant's head in a way I saw Baron do so many times before. He looks at him and just says, bang, blackout. (laughs) This is some bullshit. On a summer night, Douglas Wagg Jr. lay motionless across a strip of railroad tracks before being struck by an oncoming train. I'm investigative journalist Delia D'Ambra, and my investigation into exactly how Doug died took me into the depths of a bizarre mystery. It was really hard to understand what was fact and what wasn't. A mystery that has led me from one suspicious death to another. Listen to CounterClock now, wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome to a journey into the heart of the Texas Renaissance Festival, the nation's largest and rowdiest celebration of medieval fantasy. But what lurks beneath the facade of tights and turkey legs? Well, we dove deep into the empire to uncover a history marred by mystery and misconduct murders, assaults, and other crimes that tarnish its legacy. This isn't just a fairy tale. It's a cautionary tale of power, fantasy, and the consequences that follow when they all collide. Search for Crime Waves Renaissance Texas on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening now. 